0: Guys, so we're in the drive therapy and we're back. I'm Abdullah. I'm Murat And uh, today, we have, this is gonna be a special one today, actually, because we have a guest for the first time, our first official guest for the um, uh, for the podcast. And we were like really excited, and we kind of really hyped it up the last time <laughs> to, to 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 bring this guest on to talk to him. And uh, it's uh, you want you wanna you wanna see who it is? Sure.
1: It's the one and only club president of the Renault. The founder of, Renault the founder of Renault's yeah. club. of Mr. Sami. Hey Sami. guys,
2: how's it going? Thanks for having me in. Uh, um, thank you. excited to kind of venture out on this with you guys. Um, let's
0: get going, let's get started. Yeah, Sounds great. Um, we're really excited and especially like in having a person like who's a fellow petrol head just like we are. And to talk about cars, this is something that we really enjoy and this is something that we actually love. Um, so Sami, you are the founder of the uh, Renault Sport Club. Correct. Um, all right. So before we start into anything, like, what, like, what do you do? Like, you now, how, how did you get into cars?
2: Um, well, what do I do? To summarize it quickly, I'm a photographer, yeah. professional photographer, freelancer. Um, and the reason I got into photography was actually because of cars. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the reason I got, in, like, how I got into cars, it was obviously from a very, very, very young age. Uh, My bigger brother was into cars at the time Um, So he used to buy his like little model cars and he used to get magazines and whatever and obviously being the younger brother You would look up to the bigger brother and then it just kind of stuck from there and i would remember seeing online all these pictures all these cars and i remember seeing all these cars here right back in the day because even like in the mid 90s late 90s yeah still some really nice cars compared to all around the world over here so i was one of this thing i want to take pictures of these cars to show these people online what there is in dubai you know and then obviously my mom got me my first cam and then i started taking pictures since then and that's it kind of like just snowballed since then um and i think my main goal in life is just to keep taking pictures of cars. <laughs> I mean, the commercial stuff I do for work is just obviously to put a roof over my head and whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the commercial stuff as well. I enjoy yeah. doing that. I show a lot of events and things like that. Um, but I'd like to be able to steer my career at some point into taking pictures of cars and not just like advertising, more about like the stories and the people behind the cars. It's like kind of you guys are doing, you know, more about the culture, more about the community and things like that as opposed to just like a pretty picture exactly, of, a, yeah. of a Honda HRV or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather go look for the nice cars and nice uh, the petrol heads and things like that and um, I was actually looking through some of my stuff recently and I was like I could probably put together a little photo documentary series about the UAE car culture, you know, like I've got so much from over like 15 years yeah. that I could just kind of put it. but. Most of it's been over the past like, couple of years because it's just really grown. Do it. So it sounds interesting.
0: You go, I want to see I should the... <laughs> review, man. Every time I say I
2: want to review my library, it's just like, get started. And I'm just like, this is so overwhelming. It's just so many pictures, man. Like, And the thing is, I know them all. So, I feel like I'm just repeating and repeating and seeing the same thing over and over and over. So, I'm just like, I don't know, whatever. Maybe sometime, I don't know, like I'm planning, hopefully, I don't know, to leave the country. Maybe if, if it becomes a reality, I'll kind of really look back at... My photographic journey, looking at cars over the past like 20 years, which, should, which, more or less, I think I have most of those pictures. Some of them, a lot of them, are in like film, like paper, you know, like. Um, but I think I switched to digital pretty quick, and then just I have a huge library
0: of that. That would be interesting. Like I really want to see that, but, yeah. like, especially like if you have online or something. But then again, like there are people like they put this kind of stuff on the displays as well. Um, like I don't know, in a Avenue and all the kind of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you should have something of your own over there. I should. I you should. should
1: have your own museum of car pictures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, there's a showroom over there,
0: like of all the classic cars in the circuit Avenue. Right? Yeah, yeah, nostalgic cars. The nostalgic cars, exactly. And but if there, but then again, like if there are some uh, art galleries over there. They, always keep on like refreshing They have some kind of a new thing but i would really like to see some art related to cars i mean do it um, well i've uh, got a i've got a <laughs> project for uh, you.
2: yeah i've got a project in the pipeline um it's like uh it's a bit artsy on, on this it's a bit artsy side you know i'm gonna okay. make some prints out of it and things like that i mean i don't want to be that guy who goes like i'm not gonna say it until it gets released but i really want to finish it and then i'll like properly release it but you just reminded me of that it's so there's something working in the pipeline in terms of yeah, that. Um, so it's, uh, it's going to, it's a very, like, I worked on it all, like, since the summer, I've been working, like, a, we were talking earlier because my computer was so slow. Yeah. So, like, during this past, like, three weeks, because, I, so hopefully now we'll push that really quickly because my deadline ended in a month and now I'm like, uh, I haven't even done, like, <laughs> half of
0: it. Um, he and everybody like who listens, who at least who has been listening to us, uh, they know that. Yeah. And he is the part of the, um, the uh, Renault uh, Sport Club, and we know about Renault Sport Club thanks to the guy from uh, uh, Amin, Am- Amir? Amir, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, from the Renault. Um, so yeah. yeah, exactly. So he told us about it, and then that's how like you know, we kind of yeah, yeah. connected with you. Amir
2: actually sent like about 15 members to every everybody who would buy the new Megane 4 they'd like he would like tell them that before is, I had the spare parts guy Shamir he is has, he getting uh,
0: a commission out of it no he's not
2: <laughs> he, he was uh, no neither of them they just I just told them hey if you know if you if someone buys the car just tell them hey, there's the club if you okay. want to join and most of them they join. No, he's but, an amazing uh, guy and he really likes yeah.
0: to like, talk about cars as well
2: um, yeah so. i've never actually met him uh, i've met shamir because shamir has um, has a Megane too And uh, but I haven't met Amir actually. I don't think I've got the chance to meet him.
1: What made you buy the Renault Clio? Like, how did you get interested in it? Like, apart from there, there are tons of cars. What made you choose? Yeah, which Clio is it? Like, which
0: what's your? I own a
2: 2010 Clio 3 RS 200. That's like the full name if you want to call it. It's a Clio RS 200. Okay. I've had it for five years now. Actually, just last month was the fifth year anniversary, oh, so we wow. went together. Did that's you guys it. celebrate? I actually <laughs> did. a, I was thinking about it. I did do a mini celebration. I drove to Liwa with some with a friend. That's, uh, awesome. that's the best. That was a good drive, an excellent drive, and the Clio handled it really nicely. I mean, it's not a hard road. If it's, it's just tarmac, it's yeah. just a long drive, you know. Yeah. Um thankfully, the seats are now a bit softer than what they were before. Like the, the cushion is now softened because I've used yeah. it a bit more. Oh, yeah. So the seats are a bit more comfortable. When I first bought it, it was so hard. It was like rock hard and my back was like really wow. hurting. Now the seats are. So it's like an, actually not a bad drive. Um, yeah. So the Clio, I got interested in it, um, reading about it actually in uh, Evo magazine. Okay. Um, so I used to religiously buy that magazine every month. and I used to read it. It was like my car info every month. And then they had, they obviously have the Car of the Year issue every year. They released that in December, I think, or January. And uh, that year was 2010, I believe, or something like that, when the Clio had come out. Yeah. The 200, or was it the 197? I think it was the 200. Um, and they had the car and it was part participating in the Car of the Year, which, amongst other crazy cars, you know, there was a lot of... Because, you know, Evo, they really have extremely wide range of cars. Right. They love all kinds of cars. So, to them, they just take the 10 newest and... Ten new cars of that year, or whatever cars of that year, which they think are the best, and push them against each other, and whoever wins wins. And the Clio was part of them. And obviously, it was two phases in the testing system where they would do all of them, and then they would bring it down to five cars, and then within those five cars, there'd be a winner. And the Clio made it to that top five amongst. uh, I remember it was like a Noble M600, a Ferrari, a bunch of Porsches, and whatever you know. And I was like, exactly. I was like. Damn, how did this little car get in up, get up there yeah. with those uh, in terms of just pure driving thrill you know yeah. like obviously all the other cars are faster uh, obviously it ranked last in those top th- top five but yeah. the fact that it made it to that top five yeah, I mean, it
0: was, top five yeah. like in the world <laughs> come on yeah <laughs> absolutely so exactly and,
2: yeah. and I've heard obviously a lot of praise about these cars and so obviously I yeah, reading that article I was like damn man if this car can really you know, compete and keep up with these super-duper cars, um, it might be worth looking into. So that idea kind of stayed in there in the back of my head. And me and one of my best friends, he's also a very big petrol head, we always kind of threw our idea around, you know, hey, I might get a car, you know, yeah, you should get a Clio, man, you should get a Clio, these things are really cool, mm-hmm. you know. And at one point, yeah, I was in the market to buy a car and uh, I was looking at a hot hatch and my options, honestly, at the time, this was five years ago, I think, was the Focus ST. Um, and I knew I really didn't want to get a GTI because I just I'm not a fan of them. Even though I like you know we joke around in the club where we call them like the enemy and whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh,
0: but I I don't know. I
2: feel like they've
0: um, see uh, for me like because I'm in the club, then I think I can freely talk about it. But yeah, the, sure. the, the way I see it, like with the Golf GTI is that um, the the good cars. Yeah, they drive well. Um, the interior is like it's good quality. Um, reliability is it's okay, I mean, but uh, reliability is different for like every car, anyways. But the thing is, I don't have problems with it. But the thing is, when a car does well, everything, then that kind of just makes it a little bit more of a machine and less of a human. Absolutely. Right. So it kind of like, takes the soul out of the car a little bit. And then, so when we t- test drove the GTI, we were impressed. Like, okay, this is awesome. Uh, but then when we t- test drove the Megane. We're like, oh, no, no, the, the car knows how to communicate better with the mega. Absolutely. Like, you, you felt a special connection. The you just felt too, um. Like a machine, like an appliance, like an appliance. Exactly, exactly.
2: You know, I had that same feeling riding in a at a Lamborghini. Actually, I had the same feeling riding in a. I was riding shotgun with a friend of mine. He had a Huracan, and it just felt like that. It just felt uh, like uh, a, a uh, rich man's appliance. You know, for me, sorry <laughs> okay,
0: for me, uh, uh, with two with two Lamborghinis really. Right, one actually felt special. The other one felt like an appliance. The the one that felt like an appliance was the Aventador. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, it just felt like an appliance. It, it, I, you expect it to be fast. You expect it to be like nice and luxurious from inside to some extent. Um uh, and it kind of does that really well. But it felt like an appliance. What felt special was the the Gallardo, uh LP five seventy Superleggera. Yeah. And that's a super legera. Uh, yeah. like everything was stripped out. You kind of feel every single vibration, I'm like sure. and everything. So yeah, that car like really felt special. I mean, although like the L P five seventy is like nothing, it's got like around five seventy horses yeah, yeah. compared to the Aventador. Like Aventador is like the flagship car that yeah. they have, but um but yeah, I mean I know what what do you mean over there, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so just to go back to the topic where we, so yeah, I was looking into getting a car and the ST was really high on the list because I had owned the regular Focus just before that. Okay. Uh, I was actually selling that regular Focus, just a normal Focus, you know, the 1.6. Um, so I was like, yeah, I want to just upgrade to the ST, get a manual 2.0, turbo, whatever. Um, but then I looked on the business and I saw this yellow Clio and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) There's a yellow Clio and and I, specifically wanted it in yellow and that and that liquid yellow is like it's like a red Ferrari, you know, like it's yeah. the it's the Renault color,
0: you know. I no. Murad, um, you, you your color is a specific colour because you want it to be that way. Yeah yeah,
2: <laughs> for sure. So and then I saw it, went to see it, uh, really clean model, dude owned it since new and barely drove it, just drove it to work and back. Uh, this is a British Pakistani guy, I think. Um, really nice gentleman. And we sealed the deal a couple of days. I, like, I didn't even drive. I just looked at it. I was like, I'll take it. I went to the bank. I was like, give me wow, a moment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, let me just go in completely blind into this. And I haven't looked back since, honestly. Well, sometimes I go like, God damn, this car is unreliable. Like it broke down a lot. It broke down, stopped, but like yeah. a lot of stuff really like started breaking once I hit like, once I hit like 80,000 kilometers on the, on the, on the clock, it started like shit. Started like, oh, sorry. Can yeah. I swear? I don't know. No,
0: that's fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so things just started like, kind of breaking and whatever. Like, but I mean, again, it's uh, French maids, you know. And it's that, and it's that older generation, that one generation behind. Where I think at that time the quality generally of the cars all around, even if you look at the say, GTIs of the time, Everywhere. they also the quality isn't that great, and they're just yeah. they deteriorate very quickly once they start getting too old. Everything just all yeah. of a sudden starts breaking yeah. at the same time. You know, you are just like,
0: well, right, slow down, slow down. I don't know. Um, Sometimes I think it's it related to the, the, the first... The weather, uh,
1: I think even the weather plays a big role.
2: Right? The weather plays a big role. Very sunny. And during the summer, the car feels like a Yaris, honestly. Like, there's no power. The AC yeah. is, like, dying to uh, just give you a little breath. It's yeah. like, it's...
0: I mean the Clio like really made uh, properly for the European weather.
2: For the European weather and European roads and European everything, you exactly. know, it's super popular in the UK. You yeah. know, that's why we have those guys, K Tech Racing, that uh, are basically a Renault Sport specialists and uh, based in the UK. Yeah. And they modify Clio's, uh, well, any, not just Clio's, any RS. Um, they modify them and they like do extensive work. You know, they like buy cars and then have them as development cars and they develop their own whatever it is. You know, pipes. Uh, turbo systems, whatever, everything, everything It's all in-made, in-house and everything, and I wish we'd have some kind of specialist here like that, you know, even if it's just a mechanic just to fix the cars, you know, yeah. like, what, what was it the other day that I found out they have a specialist garage and we don't, some random brand or some random car, like something like a, uh, what was it, for the life of me I can't remember, sorry, but these guys have like a specialist independent I and do Renault doesn't, guess? you know, I was like, why don't we have a specialist independent why do we have to deal with the de- with the dealers you know we were just talking about that earlier how the yeah. dealers are just like sometimes they're just unreliable you can't really trust them and i want to guess is right? it like a
0: fiat or something
2: probably
1: or
0: something like that or like maybe <laughs> like Volvo, like random brand. Or yeah some random brand. <laughs> the guys have like
2: a specialist you know i'm like what wow and, you know, i think that would be a great business idea i you
1: know, know pijo has a specialist in Sharjah, uh, but i'm not sure if they're still in business i know that they were there Okay. Uh, they only they only work on Peugeot. So okay. Okay. That, fair yeah. enough.
2: Fair enough. Yeah, we need. I think it's important to have these yeah. kind of mechanics here. Renault, you know,
1: Renault has to have has <laughs> to
2: have one. Man. I know there's a few guys in Charger that have that specialize in spare parts for French yeah. cars, Peugeot, yeah. Renault, uh, Citroen, and all that. But I mean, we want mechanics, you know, and capable mechanics. Uh, but then again, we're not we're not uh, short on normal sport car garages. You yeah. know, like a lot of mechanics here would would just sort of like. Cater to the sport cars in general, just like, uh, what are those guys called? The one that Yusuf always takes his car to, Apostrophe Auto, yeah. they, they're really good. There's uh, Kansan, they're really good as well, they do a lot of JDM cars. Um, I mean, yeah, as long
0: as they're like working on sports cars
1: is, and
2: all that. There's one in Autodrome as well, right? I don't recall the name. Um, motorsport
1: Wheels, MSW. I think I think they, they
2: do, I think. there's Motorsport Wheels and then there's another guy who's actually a mechanic, like yeah, actually a yeah, garage shop. Okay. Uh, motorsport Wheels is more for like wheels and alignment okay, okay, and, and all right. things like that. Um, yeah, so, um, just to go back to uh, talking about the RS, um, yeah, and then I bought it and, it's, and that's it. And since then, and then just to kind of continue on that, I thought about it, I was like, there's no real no club here, you know. I kind of okay. looked online, looked at some forums, I was like, maybe I should start a club. And mm. I was like, okay, I put it in my head, let me start a club. And I just, whoever, whenever I would see one in the road, which is extremely rare. Uh, you'd see one like once a month or once every so yeah, I would see yeah. one and whenever I, I remember, I think the very, very first one that I saw was Chris's White uh, Cleo 3. Okay. I don't know if you know him, he's got like this really heavily modded for the track and he only tracks it. Like, um, I saw him on top of Jello Jace, he was riding with one of his friends who had like a one series, uh, also heavily modded. And hey man, I'm gonna start, a, I'm thinking of starting a club, would you be interested in joining? Yeah, sure, here's my number, all right. And then a few other guys I did that I collected like three, four numbers. Um, and then I was out at Tomini at one of their um, Tomini night tours, I think they're called, where they, you come in and you take a tour of the showroom and they guide you through the showroom. Okay. And I was pulling out, and Graham, you know Graham from Dubai, yeah. drives. Yeah. Uh, he stops me and he's like, Hey, I've got the same car as you. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. How's it going? I was like, Man, I'm thinking about starting a club. Would you be interested? He's like, Yeah, man, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, so that like maybe like a week later, I. Put all those numbers, I was like four numbers, I think, yeah. four people, it was Chris, Graham um, and one other guy and me. I put them up in a WhatsApp group and they just kind of started from there. And then that was like in the summer, like yeah. in May or something. Yeah, it was May, your anniversary is in May. And then it stayed till like September or maybe even October, nothing, like nobody really chatting, nothing happening. Yeah. And then Chris was like, I think I added a few more people at that point, like maybe one or two more people. And then Chris was just like, I think he had finished building his car and he was like, hey, you guys want to go for a drive? <laughs> I yeah. was like, yeah, sure. So we planned the next week just like an evening drive. Like it took us like an hour. We went to, uh, we went to last exit Sheikh Zayed. And uh, since then I was like, all right, this is kind of cool, man. So let's just do this every month. And that's pretty much what we do in the club. I mean, it's more of a social club as opposed to, not, not really as opposed to anything. Yeah, because um, the thing
0: is, um, I know some of the clubs over here, they're kind of mostly into events, mm-hmm. which um, I've got nothing negative to say about that. And people, you know, they do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a person that can prefer like, because like, we have the, the drive therapy. Um, again, has to be like more of social and to actually do the drives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know you guys are strictly RS, but like, kind of, uh, we like to like obviously join you guys, and you yeah, guys are yeah, always yeah, like yeah. kind of welcoming us. This is like something that makes course, me really happy.
2: They, we always welcome anybody as long as you're good. As long as you're a petroler, you bring a nice yeah, car, yeah, exactly. man. Come, more than welcome. One hundred percent.
0: So the thing is, I like, can like, I was in a, a part of a, a Mustang group before. Okay. Um, and there are quite a few Mustang groups uh, over here, and. Uh, The thing is like I was getting a little bit jealous about like when you were telling me uh, when you were talking earlier, when you said that for example, like Graham like stopped you because he said, Hey, I would drive the same car, whatever. Um, so when I'm driving around with Murat and whenever I see uh, a Clio or a Megan passing by, they always kind of like, in a, they, they come next to him and then they honk at him and they do a wave or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm driving a Mustang, <laughs> nobody cares. Any other Mustang driver, they'll just either start revving, they'll try to show off, to show like who has a smaller package. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh I mean, come on, man. I mean, like, seriously, like, yeah. it has to be, it has to, like, for example, like I know that like, every, everywhere else in the world, Uh, If you're driving a Miata, the Mazda Miata, you'd have the whole headlight popping thing. Uh, and then the Clio, like, they have they have like their own kind of, a, yeah, the, yeah. the the, the has got like their own salute over here.
2: Absolutely. Um, the
0: other cars, they don't, and that is just, uh, I mean, I, I'm a bit the jealous the, the about Mustangs, that. Mustangs,
2: I mean, there are a dime a dozen, honestly, man. There's like yeah, more Mustangs just, than anything on the that,
0: road. That, 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 that is something <laughs> that really pisses me off. I mean, I, I like Mustangs, and I think there should be more Mustangs. Yeah. But um, the, the people driving them over here, no, I'm not so sure about that. Right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
2: Yeah, I mean, every time every time I see a Renault, I always wave, and they always wave back, and uh, or whatever. Yeah, you're right, for sure, for sure. And that's how I kind of meet some of them. Some of them literally the side of the road. You know, I see them or whatever, pull them over. Hey, dude, do you want to join the club or whatever. And then I got my inside man, Shamir, yeah. who was the spare parts guy at Renault, but then they moved into Nissan. And uh, anybody that would come in to get a service, he would be like, hey, there's a Renault sport club. Do you want to join? <laughs> <laughs> Most of them would be like, yeah, he got me like so many people. And then obviously if I'd see a car, I'd leave a note or whatever. Um, and smart, slowly, man. slowly, yeah. And slowly, slowly the group grew, grew, grew. I think now we're about... I think on by number, if I check, we're about like 90 or 94 wow, or something okay. like that. And that's with like, honestly, that's with like maybe 30 or 40 people leaving, you know, over the past three years that the club's been going. Yeah, um, it
0: happens when people, people come, and, yeah, come, people in. come
2: but, and go, you know. But
1: if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the highest number that any group has. Yeah? Yeah, I think so.
2: You think yeah. no I think the I think the Mustang guys are a lot more I think the Audi guys are No uh, there are
0: a lot more yeah, yeah. but the thing is I think the BMW is the biggest Oh okay okay there there no. No yeah, yeah, in yeah. Group. exactly Funny yeah exactly I mean
2: not many people are active on the group uh, not everybody's active on the group yeah. obviously it's a group chat um, I
0: mean, I, if you look at the Mustang group like whenever like there's a, the Mustang event when we went for the like the Mustang anniversary like every year they have it um, it was a huge uh, Mustang turn up But if you think about it, they're like what, like like five, six clubs at least. Yeah. So when you see it that way, then then yeah. But in terms of like you know like one one actual group, and I think. This group is like the only Megane uh, sport group, right? Yeah, the only Renault ah, sport group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Megane. Sorry, the Renault, Renault sport group. So, yeah, yeah, it's the only one, as far as I know. <laughs> that's, I think that's you know, what makes it the most Yeah,
2: special. because I mean, it's just one brand. That's it. You know, yeah. you. I mean, and again, there are not that many of them. I guess Mustangs, because there are so many of them. That's yeah. why they got to split. They kind of split up into different uh, little communities. But we're just one, and we like to be one, and yeah. everybody comes together, and um, and yeah, and we just do drives every month. Um, monthly meet so every i used to do like a voting system i'm sure you're familiar with it murad Uh, but this season uh, our season starts from september and goes all the way to june
1: yeah
2: and we take the summer off uh because it's just too hot but even during the summer we do like casual coffee meets on a friday morning you know easy uh, city in city yeah um things and uh so once we, start, uh, once we started this season, I kind of changed the whole voting system. I got rid of it, and I just made it every middle Friday of the month. The most middle Friday of the month, so usually the 14th, the 15th of the month. Um, and I would dictate what we're doing this month. And usually we do drives. I like going out for drives personally. Go out to the mountains, go to a nice twisty road, make, sh- make use of these sports cars, you know.
0: Uh, are we going to have um, a drive this month?
2: uh this month Dece- and i
0: remember like the last month oh, we went to Fuji- we went to Hatta, oh, last Hatta month. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah that was really nice actually yeah that was the first proper drive of the year honestly because of covid and all that stuff yeah. um and this month in november we did the track day uh which was a novice track day and an uh, intermediate i think it was intermediate and novice or even advanced i think they had three sections two um, two sections, two sections yeah. intermediate and novice and advanced and, and uh, so a lot of them a lot of us signed up i didn't i don't particularly like taking my car on the track because it's like i feel like it's going to break if i <laughs> if i push it too hard um, and i have an issue with the gearbox at this point the linkage was the linkage had broke so the just the, the ones that link the knob to the actual gearbox they broke and i saw... Oh. Like, i got them replaced okay And they didn't put them properly, the links, like the cables. They, I think they're a little bit loose. Right. So now, uh, if I want to go into, if I go into first, it just kind of swings back to the middle. It's first, it's in, it's engaged, but it kind of, Pops back into the middle, you know, so it doesn't, doesn't mm-hmm. stay like that. Okay, well, it doesn't feel
0: satisfying, really.
2: Yeah, yeah and I've activity. got a and I've got also like a selector pin for the first gear, it's not it's broken. When, I had the same issue when I first bought the car. It, right. it's like impossible to put it into first if, if the car's cold. Like there's no way. Like you're sitting there going like eh, 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 and so I have to sit there for ten minutes, wait till the car warms up, and then you can go, well, I can take off in second, but most cars don't like taking off in second, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So these little issues that I want to deal with and I don't really like taking on track because it's a, it is a bit abusing the car, even though I don't drive that fast on track, you know, compared to clark i went in with i rode with clark last time holy yeah. whoa man that dude is just like he's an excellent driver and his car is really quick because he's obviously like fitted it to fit it to uh to be good on track and it's super quick but his braking is like i did not expect it to be so i
0: don't remember clark, clark is, is he the same guy with the s2k yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, okay, okay okay he's got the blue cleo 3 like mine yeah, yeah um and man his braking was like so on point and like i would like fling forward, dude, like, I don't know, you can't really see visually because it's audio, but, like, um, yeah, it was a good day, so that was that, we did that this month, and next month, hopefully, we'll do a photo session, Um, just take the cars out to a nice spot, and just do a bit of a photo session, Um, perks of having a photographer that's that's the head of the group, you know, people get nice pictures of their cars, you know. Um, I mean, I really,
0: like, enjoy uh, driving with you guys, because the thing is, when you guys actually go to the open roads, and that's like, I mean, you guys enjoying your cars, even in the city. Yeah. For me, the Mustang, I really can't enjoy it in the city. I, I need the open roads to like right. really, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get you, you know, I get you. Know? Yeah, not that I'm saying you should speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
2: <laughs> I mean, you, you, we buy, We all like to drive our car enthusiastically, you know. We all exactly. Do it, we all do it as responsibly as we can. But sometimes, you know, you get caught by radar or you do just dumb, dumb stuff, but... Yeah. yeah, we're trying to be as like within the law as much as possible. At the end of the day, it's a sports car; you're gonna drive it fast, you know. <laughs> I
0: mean, you're gonna have, have, have fun. And the thing is, I mean, like, the last time the turn up to Hatta was actually pretty great. I mean, lot of other cars as well. Yeah. Um. So like, you know, like, I was uh, coming into the petrol station, like, you know, in my boat. I mean, the Mustang, where all of you guys were there in the little cars, and then I was looking for the crowd, not to run over you guys. <laughs> I mean, I, I was looking at you guys so that I can like, come and say hello to you guys. So uh um, it was it was a great fun. Uh, uh, yeah, that was like typical the stereotype of the Mustang is getting into me as well. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was actually good fun, and I'm um, really looking forward to it. Like, and hopefully like this month uh, we have like a drive as well. Um, if not, then yeah. I mean,
2: usually drive. there's the guys. A lot of the times they do Friday. I'm telling more the
0: best, at least uh, the drive therapy, and like, we should like invite those guys. Like, and we should at least like organize something. More I mean, than
2: man. more than happy to come, man. You know me, I'm always up for anything revolving involving cars, man. Anything, anything. <laughs> Anybody says, hey, you want to come? Just check out this car that i just bought yesterday, yeah, sure, sure i go mm-hmm. and I just go look at it for five minutes okay cool <laughs> yeah. um no that got to be fun yeah and um what was i gonna say yeah so i mean obviously there's been a bit of a bit of a struggle with covid and like yeah, limited, this year has been an limited so. with the amount of people that can go out but now obviously things will open up a little bit so hopefully next year we'll kind of keep going at the pace that we're going and hopefully the group will just get like bigger and better and nicer and more bigger events uh, um, yeah.
0: What, what do you think is in the, uh, like right now, like what's, how it's going on with the club and like, you know, you have the members and everything and, and like all the stuff they do is very clear, but what do you see the future is going to be like?
2: I would imagine, I would imagine not much would change in the club. Okay. Um,
0: the, the, only, is the only
2: big, yeah, it's just a social kind of owner's club, you know. Yeah. Um, I say I'm the head and the founder, but honestly it kind of runs itself, you know, there's not really much to do. I just, the main thing I do is I moderate the chat, you know, I make sure people are not posting random stuff and make sure people are not getting mad at each other or whatever, you know, which is honestly, I don't need to do that because most of the people are just like, you know, normal and mature. Yeah. Um, I might leave the country. I've applied for a residency in Canada. That was like a year ago. I don't know. I'm still kind of waiting. It's still in the pipeline. COVID kind of obviously delayed everything. Um, there's a chance of that happening. Once that happens, I guess there might be a change in the club, shift in something. I don't know what's going to happen. I really I haven't really thought about it. When that step comes, we'll. We'll think about it, I guess. Yeah, but I'm know. guessing,
0: but I'm assuming that the spirit of the club wouldn't change. I, I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: A lot of these guys, honestly, I made a, I've made made a lot of very good friends through the club and even the club within themselves, a lot of people have become very, very close friends and they always hang out, they're always doing stuff, you know, Yusuf and Colin and Anthony. Yeah. Uh, Yusuf owns those four RSs, Colin owns a clear three, Anthony used to have a Megan 4. Right. I'm surprised
0: Yusuf does not change his name to to Renault or something. His Instagram is <laughs> Renault Guru. Yeah, his yeah. name is Renault Guru. And, like, I mean, that guy is like so much fun, and he's, he's funny, and he's funny, and, and he's so excited. He's, excited. Always, he's always excited. Like, he, like when you meet him, like he's the he's he's the source of energy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, he is, so, he yeah. Is,
2: I think he's one of the honestly, he was one of the very. He was very early into the club. He got in really, really early.
0: Yeah.
2: And I remember he had just the black one seven two at the time, or one eight two. Sorry. Okay. And then he bought the one seven two off of another member. It was just like kind of sitting, doing nothing, deflated tires, collecting dust. And he was like probably bought it for a steal, you know. Like dude's like I just want to get rid of it. Just take it, yeah. yeah. refurbish that. Then bought the Megan. Same thing. It was the Megan from Sergey. I don't know if you remember him.
1: Do you know I how many kilometers that
2: Megan has? No. Above three hundred thousand, wow. for sure. When when Sergey joined the club, it was like a three hundred ten thousand. Still running. Excellent a- condition. And
0: that's a proof that your are, <laughs> <reliable>. are
1: reliable.
2: <laughs> For sure, man. I mean, all they need is a little bit of love and tension, you know. Yeah. Like, if I had a, if I, another option, just we were talking earlier, I had the budget to buy, a, I was looking to buy a, a whatever. I wanted to buy a classic, right? Like an like a easy classic, 80s, uh, everyday classic, like a 240Z or an Earl Merck or an old uh, Beamer um i was i was in half a mind to actually just take that money and put it into the clio i'm mean, not like in modding it or anything but just restoring it uh, yeah to, uh, changing the upholstering uh probably do like an engine drop and clean the engine everything make everything nice and tidy and like all that because i'm pretty sure there's like a whole bunch of like leaks in the engine somewhere yeah some oil is getting eaten from somewhere since i bought it i don't know where the hell it's coming from every time i take it to the mechanic i'm like guys i'm getting an oil like the oil's like Within 5,000 kilometers of my 10,000 kilometer oil, I'm like out of oil. I have to top it up, you know? Okay. So it's burning it somehow. Yeah. And yeah. every. So I, I would have rather put my money into that. And again, once you put your money into it a little bit, spend a little bit of money on it. These cars, are, they run great. Yeah, they're, they're really fun. And the way Yusuf does his cars, I mean, he has really good taste and he does them so nice. And like, I rode him on all of his cars except the new Clio that he got, the Clio 3. I rode in all of his cars, they're really very well maintained, very clean cars, and he's he knows, he knows who to take them to, how, and he knows a lot of this technical stuff yeah. that I have no idea about, honestly. As much as I'm a petrol head, when it comes to the mechanical stuff, sometimes I'm like, so clueless, I look at like, what, you're you talking about what, like, what is this thing doing what, exactly, I have no idea. Uh, so sometimes when these guys get together and start talking, talking all this mechanical yeah. stuff, I'm like, okay... <laughs> pretty car I'll go take a picture <laughs> I feel like such a
1: oh such God. like a airhead compared to them <laughs> those things like uh, come with experience like the more we absolutely go. Absolutely. Uh, whenever I see uh, Yusuf, he's always in some garage. In some garage something. or doing something. exactly, so of course
2: exactly. Yeah, his
0: stories, really. every time I see his Instagram stories he's always in a garage or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, either he's in the garage fixing his car or he's in the garage looking at somebody else fix their car, yeah. you know. Not fix yeah. but like whatever mod or whatever, you know. But
0: but that, you know, that actually helps. Um, you, you can't like learn a lot just by looking as well. So
2: Absolutely. And he loves that stuff, you know. So uh, actually think and I
0: we've been doing that a lot, like we've been actually taking our friends' cars to get fixed and everything and then we're like, you know what, it's just doesn't take anything, you just basically go on and then you learn. And then the thing is, in the future, when you have a problem in your car or something, then you can actually start understanding like what's wrong with it, what's not wrong with it.
2: So the, instead of taking it to the dealer and they tell you, you have to replace the entire car, you yeah, know. exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the dealers, uh, When I
2: took it once. Uh, I had the battery uh, cable that broke, right? So one of the main things on the battery with the main uh, attachment it broke, so yeah. I just replaced that. So just the head, you know, you just yeah. have to kind of re-weld that little uh, circular iron clip. It doesn't
0: even have to be re Sometimes like it can just be like, you kind of know, screwed on and that the metal yeah, thing goes on the Yeah, Exactly.
2: Or you could just cut the plastic around the, the, the cables that are coming out of the yeah. thick one and just kind yeah. of whatever. So it was yeah. just, and I took it to Renault and I'm like, hey guys, fix it, you know, and the guy calls me back. He's like, sir. We're gonna to have to replace the entire wiring uh, system. It's gonna cost us seven thousand euros. I'm yeah. Like, you're, like, is this a joke, guys? Fucking like, for the
0: whole uh, the harness, whole harness or man. Oh. He's like, I have to replace everything. I'm like, no, no,
2: you don't have to replace everything. Just fucking fix it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I swear. It's <laughs> okay.
0: Um, um, another thing is, I do get an option to put it as an explicit, so I'll put it as explicit. So don't oh, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, so we don't get banned or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's no, fine. Um, um, uh, you know, I know what I'm saying. Like, even with the recently with the Mustang as well. Like uh, the, the 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 harness part. Uh, the plug that connects to the fan of the engine, right? Um, that, like, basically was burnt, and then I took it to my mechanic guy, and he said, ideally, you're gonna have to buy the whole harness, but this mechanic, like, he's smart, and I've been going to him for a very long time, and he knows that, uh, it's like, but realistically, it's just a plug. Yeah. If I change it myself, exactly. it's gonna it's gonna do the job right. He did it himself, and well, yeah. my car's running perfectly exactly, fine. Exactly, so,
2: exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's like I feel like some guys just take the piss. Honestly, it's like yeah. I know you guys want to make the money and are profiting on parts and labor, but of you know you don't have to tell me seven thousand euros to replace the entire thing when you can just do like a and they did like a whatever job and. And it worked, and it's fine.
0: And seven thousand times, I would not be spending it on a harness. I would man. probably like it. <laughs> <laughs> <buy another> car. <laughs> buy another car. Exactly. Man. <laughs> so um. okay, enough about the uh, Renault. Clearly, you're very, uh, <laughs> you're, you're like in a very interested, in, like, and you're very passionate about Renault and stuff like that. But the thing is like. I want to like know your opinions, like, you know, like about like other cars, like, you know, what other cars do come into your mind, like, cross your mind, like, other than, uh, Clio. Like, I mean, I know that you want a Clio, but like, suppose if there were other cars that you would want to own, um, or just okay, no, that would be like later on, like, not about owning, but other sure. cars that you might be interested in. For example, are already like, you know, how you feel about the GTI? Okay. What else, like, you know, what comes to your mind? Within like, the same category as the Clio, you mean? Um, let's just say that it's in the same third? category in the Clio. Or it can be anything else, really, because sure. I just want to know your opinion. Okay. Go, you can go wide. It's fine. All just right, all it. right. Um,
2: well, okay, just to get started with the GTI, I actually drove one back-to-back uh, with the Clio. Uh, a friend of mine was out of town. He asked me to house-sit because he has some pets, and he had a, I think, 2010, 2012, around the same year as mine, maybe a bit newer, actually, sorry, 2015 GTI. And I took this opportunity to give it, it go for it, so I drove it for a week and then jumped back into my car and I drove it and honestly I like we said earlier they're good cars at what they do they're like they're reliable their seats are a bit rough you know compared I mean coming from the Clio which has pretty hard seats and then you go into that like sometimes when I would drop in it would just be like oh oh man wow you know like this. the cushion is like there's no cushion it's just like yeah, nothing compared to the Clio where it's like you know it's fat you know big cushions you know um One thing that kind of disappointed me in the car uh, was the engine performance, you know, like, you got a lot of low-end torque because it's a turbo car, but once you get into high RPM, nothing happens, you know, the car is just screaming and you're not really going any faster. Uh,
0: I noticed that, it has a good low-end
2: torque. but Low-end torque, so when you put your foot down, it just gives you that kick and you're like, oh, wow, this is fast, you know, but you keep going, keep going, and then once it passes, like 4K RPM, and and the red line's like five, nine or six thousand RPM. So okay. it's really not the high revving engine compared to the Clio, which is like seven thousand two hundred, you know, like you feel like the engine is screaming and you're still moving the entire time. I mean, above four thousand RPM in the Clio, yeah. that's when it really starts moving. Um, but you still feel like you're moving, moving, you know, and the, I don't know, the sense of speed in the GTI. I didn't really get that. And, um, and I felt like. It wasn't such a fun engine to play with, you know, compared to the Clio. Um, Maybe because it was automatic slash triptronic, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those guys who goes like all manual all the way, you know. But uh, honestly, when it comes to these size cars, uh, hot hatches, um, cars like an S2000, you know, those below 300 horsepower cars. I think if you don't have a manual in those kind of cars, you're missing like half of the fun. The whole point of it is to get into it, bang a few gears on the weekend in some curvy road, you know, like, and then park it and then drive it again next week. Whereas the super duper cars, yeah, you want that precise 0.001 shift so that you can do your exactly. whatever with your carbon clutch and whatever and things like that. And like whatever yeah. cars, it makes sense for those cars because they're like, extreme performance. So you need extreme uh, reactions from the gearbox, you know, as much as it's so much more interactive to shift manually, but it's also fun. But then if you take that triptonic stuff, apply it to small horsepower cars. I mean, you're taking out again half of the experience, half of the, fun, exactly. half of the involve, involvement, you yeah. know, between you and the car. Um, and I think that's. It's like, just that
0: uh, the way I say it is like, not the car that needs to like go really fast. It should like feel that it's going fast. Feel it's that's really think That's so what a manual gear shift like it gives you that kind of like, experience. You, absolutely, um, absolutely, I understand like you know, people say like a you know, manual shifter is better. So people, there are some people like they prefer automatics. I, I'm like, no, it it really depends where the application is at. For example, if you're saying in a, a supercar, on a truck, or whatever. Yeah, I, I would prefer the kind of the paddle shifters because that is the fastest way to get you around the track. Absolutely. And I'm competing against, uh, let's say, the, the 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 timed laps. But if I'm driving on the road, uh, I, yeah. I want to enjoy the whole experience. Sure. I want to feel that I can I'm shifting yeah, through the gears yeah, and everything. Absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. I, I see what you're saying.
2: Um, but again, yeah, they do. it does make sense. I, I rode in a GT3 RS once, and it made a lot of sense, man. Having the the, the tronic gear, you know, yeah. and the dude was being was able to do a really late braking because he didn't have to worry about downshifting. He didn't have to worry about anything, you know. And then, and when you do downshift, it does it perfectly, and then it. It gives you the exact, you know, RPM that you need to be in, you know, whatever, as opposed to missing a gear or you didn't do it properly, you didn't rev match properly so it grinds, you know, things like that. You have to worry about this kind of stuff, you know. Um, So again, it makes sense more in the higher power cars. Um, But anyway, to come back to the subject of like um, different cars that I'm interested in, um, I had my eye on the 86 when it came out, the GT86. I think it's a cool car. I think it's inter- very common over here, actually. It's very common yeah. uh, and I think it's a great concept, you know, small car, rear-wheel drive uh, and obviously offered as a, as a blank slate where people can just do whatever the hell they want with it, you know.
0: I, I like that concept.
2: I think Toyota, well, it's a Toyota idea but yeah. Subaru uh, manufacturing kind of thing, you know, but I'm pretty sure the idea stems from Toyota. I'm, don't quote me on that, but it's what it feels like. Uh, uh, maybe it is because yeah. the thing is, if
0: you think about it, I mean, like they went to Subaru, like and obviously for the for the whole boxer engine and everything, and yeah, the, whole, yeah. Like, the, the feel of it. Um, and um, I mean, that's what they're doing with the new super as well, right? I mean, absolutely. they're going to BMW for the engine, and everything, absolutely,
2: so. absolutely. And uh, yeah, and I like the concept of it, especially rear wheel drive, affordable rear wheel drive kind of thing. Um, I think it's a super good looking car as well. I really like. Some people say it looks weird. It's all that, I think it's a no, I think it
0: looks all right. yeah,
2: nicely proportioned. Yeah. Um, I got to drive one once up uh, Jabal Jace, and it was super fun to drive. It was a friend of mine, he had it a little bit modded, um, different suspension setup, up, he had different wheels, uh, different tires. Um, so, not crazy, crazy options, but they were there and it was fun. It was sounded amazing. So just going through the gears was just enough to make you put a smile on your face, you know? know?
0: What annoys me (laughs) again when people when they talk about 86 is that they, they say like it does not have enough power. It was
2: a bit slow. Yeah, it is a bit slow compared to my car. Compared to your car, yeah. But the thing
0: is, (laughs) I don't think that was ever the point.
2: Yeah. Again, I think the whole car
0: is is is, is all about handling, and that's all they cared about.
2: Absolutely. And also, again, they kind of give you that blank slate, you know. So why put crazy power when you're when they know you're gonna put even more power, you know? No matter what power they do, they put. It's like the Supras, you know, the MK3 Supras or the Fours. I don't know the Uh,
0: the 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 Mark Fours. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this one, the new ones are Mark Five. Yeah. Yeah. So the Mark Four, same thing, man. They know you're gonna fucking put like a million horsepower on it.
0: I mean, I think uh, Donut Media kind of like made a big fuss about it. Remember the GT-4586, uh, something like that?
2: Yeah the, G- yeah, the one with the Ferrari engine. Yeah, 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 the drift car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the drift car. I didn't, mean, that, didn't that like blow its engine at some point? I heard or something uh, like that. I, I don't mean, know, but I, I think know. I, I think I must have read that somewhere. Um, don't quote me on that again. But I saw the video of yeah. it, like doing. <laughs> that was going, crazy. That's though. pretty crazy. I can't believe they fit that yeah. engine. I mean, when engine.
0: people are talking like, like oh, I'm going to LS swap it. And yeah. like, no, those guys have got a Ferrari engine yeah, and it. <laughs> They've got that's a Ferrari V8 pretty... in it. So yeah. Um, and then you have the
2: other way around. You have that Rolls Royce with the two JZ engine. That's just that's just hilarious. That guy is just trolling everybody man honestly Um, and other cars I think around I mean to me I love all cars you know like if you were to give me money no issue like if I was like a super duper millionaire yeah I would just buy every single car in the world even if it's like a tata or whatever just to try it just to go just i want to drive every single why car the not? if buy money's not an, an object exactly yeah. if money's <laughs> not an issue i'm like super rich like i can i can buy those fancy ferraris and i want to also try everything i want to try the mazda 3 like we were talking about earlier i want to try like anything whatever i buy it I don't like it sell it or keep it or whatever you know just i'm rich who cares <laughs> um, no,
1: but honestly that makes a big deal like when uh, when you are into cars you really want to find that car that hits you right. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. You just feel right with it, feel perfect. You have to drive all the other cars. You're right for you sure. You can't just say no. I like this car. This is gonna be perfect. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Have to try everything.
2: Absolutely, I agree with you. And for the longest time, I, I mean, I can't say I'm the most experienced guy when it comes to driving different cars. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've had the been extremely fortunate. A lot of people have given me the opportunity to drive a lot of different cars, so I really kind of broadened my horizon and like. Uh, obviously, experiences and different cars, and how they feel, and how they drive, and a lot of times I find myself going back. Like, man, the Clio was actually a really good car, you know, <laughs> like, really good car in terms of fun, in terms of speed, and now and now it starts slowly starting to make sense why the the guys in the magazine were were raving about it so much. Yeah, um, I always find myself going like, man, this car is actually pretty well set up, you know. Okay, it has the French unreliability and whatever, but when it runs, it runs, and it's just such a rewarding drive, you know. Um, I drove the Z three the other day. Um, granted, it's 10 years older than my car, so it's a 20 year old car. It's a 2010 model, so it kind of shows its age, but uh, same engine, 2.0, and it just felt so slow. I was just going like, I was like, maybe it's just an old car, and like, it's just old, or it's just a slow car, you know? <laughs> like, I expected it to be a bit different, but then again, I think the philosophy of that car is a bit different. It's meant to be like a roadster, open top, cruising, you know, chilling. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of French cars, uh, Dardak, I, I saw your story, which reminded me right now uh, the Alpine.
2: Yeah, yeah, I saw that at the track at the Autodrome. Yes. Um, I think they don't bring them here officially. Was um, it imported? It's op- imported okay. privately. There are a few already here. I think there's like two blue ones already,
0: and I Alpine is think... it one of those cars that has to be in blue. Yeah, it yeah. Has <laughs> to be in
2: blue. Uh, so I think there's two blue ones. I think the guy, of, I don't know if you know Airworks Garage. No. Um, they're in Alcoz and they have a garage which Restore Classics okay. and they have a detailing shop and now they're kind of expanding into a few other things, they have a, a cycling shop like a bicycle shop Okay. and they are now expanding into a few different things, I think they're opening like a production house and things like that and the dude who owns that, he got one. Oh, uh, sweet. He's got a blue one. I I don't, again, I'm not 100% sure but I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. And there's this white one which I think it was a lady that was driving it if I'm not mistaken because uh, I saw it leaving and I just saw quickly like a flash of blonde hair in the car and these are yeah private imports man like because uh, they don't bring them here Renault I think uh, Rustamani they're just like no you know And I think Alpine is considered like I mean they're under Renault but it's considered like its own brand as well so I don't think they're just like you know what
0: yeah but more. then Rosamani can still bring it. Can still bring it. I mean, they're on brand. You know,
2: half, half of the cars sometimes here, when you go, like, why don't they bring them, you know? And it's yeah. like, just like the Focus RS don't, or not don't no, like Don't even
0: get me started. Yeah. Murad, remember the time when we went to... Uh, and I don't, want, I don't want to name shame. shame. Uh, we're not going to talk about agencies. Let's talk about the car. We went to Toyota. And they're not going to bring the, the GR Yaris. Or yeah. at least they have no idea about it. And the thing is... I, I mean, come on, man. And that car is going to be so. I mean, Chris so popular, Harris. I've seen it on Instagram. Chris Harris was driving that car and he's actually saying that it's better than a supercar. I mean, not, not literally. Like, don't take yeah. his word too. But the fact that he's saying that it's actually better, I mean, it shows like, you know, how great that hatchback is going to be. It's, it's a proper hot hatch.
2: Yeah, definitely, man.
0: It's a, it's a three-part engine and uh, like supercharged from a Yaris And that Yaris, When Turbo, I say ERS? Uh, turbocharged sorry, not supercharged. Uh, turbocharged RS and uh, is it? I think it's supercharged. There are two. The supercharged one is a different one. That's
1: GRMN. The GRMN that has a 1.8 supercharged. Yeah, this the GR. It has a turbocharged, it's a 1.6 turbocharged.
2: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I haven't read much about it. The new Toto, um, but yeah, I can exactly. I don't understand why everyone brings these cars here. Focus RS. Uh, a few other things like that you know like
1: it's completely fine you don't want to bring it you don't trust that it's gonna sell it's fine just keep the option open yes if if I want to bring the I want the car yeah just leave it open for me I guess I guess maybe Maybe. maybe. you asked
0: him that you asked him that and they said like no uh, sir it's like for example it's not possible I mean no I mean if if I'm willing to pay I mean I'm not I'm not rich (laughs) but but it's just good to know that. Like, if 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 I want to like have to, and then you know what? Like, the, the, the they said it has to do something like you know with the um, the specification of the car. Okay. They said like the car has to be like GCC spec and everything. I understand that. This is like you know why you bring it to your agency and it has to be like, a GCC spec and everything. But this is on a special request from the um, uh, from the uh, from the customer yeah. that I can I, I want this car like I know it's not going to be a GCC spec but yeah. I, and I'm paying you in advance like so we get I mean that,
2: I think maybe for them importing them one by one like that is too costly and they don't really... again like, they can charge the customer yeah. customer
0: yeah. is paying so the customer is paying so why? I mean like, uh-huh. but
2: again they're shipping stuff anyway so just yeah. put it in there with everything else I don't know I really don't know how it works kind of behind the scenes over there I'm pretty sure there's a logical reason for it like, maybe
0: but then again the thing is the other agencies like some of them we spoke to uh, they said it is actually possible and they are willing to do it okay um uh, term i don't know but i think they like, you can know, see uh, i don't blame them because i mean their market is like re- really the fleet cars right absolutely uh, i mean the cabs <laughs> and everything all that kind of stuff so the cabs
2: the cruisers, uh, cruisers the cruisers and all that. so i don't think they're they making really money care. on that they don't really care they yeah. don't care for the enthusiasts you know um yeah what were we talking about earlier we were just talking about
0: the cars like, uh, that yeah. you were interested in like you know, other stuff okay that, um what, what, what comes man, to your mind as well can like, affect other
2: cars I mean, honestly if we're gonna get like we're gonna start talking big shot cars man my favorite car is go the, for it, it. i to talk about cars I love Pagani uh, as well which one the Zonda Zonda F this is like and I actually funny enough my mom just asked me that question on the group chat the family group chat a couple of days ago she's like if you could own one car like what would be the car not for like as the only car but if like what's your dream car I was like oh Pagani Zonda F with the candy apple red and the black rims so okay, probably no, sure I'm probably show you guys I want are... to speak about the dream cars.
0: your dream car is the Pagani Zonda
2: Pagani Zonda F yeah oh, a... what is your
0: dream car Murad? Uh, yeah no I forgot uh, the Charger <laughs> oh
1: charger. the classical
0: Charger nice uh, my dream car is the Ferrari Testarossa
2: Oh, uh, no way. Actually, I saw one today, one of the guys brought it out on the morning drive. They're cool, man, those cars. Um, I know,
0: I mean, I, I know they're not the fastest, I know they're yeah. not the greatest, but here's the point, it's a dream car, it's supposed yeah, to... It's, exactly. it's just, yeah,
1: It's not supposed to make sense. It's not supposed <laughs> to make sense. sense. Ever, ever. Exactly. Car-
2: I think most of these big cars, so this is the this is basically dream spec. Like Arizona, oh, like, Dude, that's like, sweet. Maybe I would change uh, the interior from white to tan. Um, Wait. But, so,
0: so, how, so, how did you feel like in, when those guys updated it and when they came up with the Huayra? The
2: Huayra, man. I think the Huayra is a. I never, I never doubt Pagani's styling. I yeah. think at the beginning people might go like, oh, it's weird or whatever. Um, but I think it's great. I love the Hoyer. I think and the Zonda technically is still going. You know, yeah. um, but they, I think
0: <laughs> it's one of the episodes of Top Gear when they said so like they never they yeah, never right. know where to stop. <laughs> no, the
2: thing is, uh, people have a misconception where they think it's new cars coming out. You know, those one-off whatever's. You know, yeah. like what they did is they had uh, so they had the uh, regular Zondas come out. So the Zonda C12 and then the C12s and then the 7.3 and then the F came out, which was this one. Yeah, and then they had the. So, the F was the base for a lot of these one-off cars. So, a lot of people would buy the F and then come back to him and then re... So, it would be already existing chassis, you know. Um, And then they did did the 760 cars, which were 760 horsepower, which is also like a trim. And that was really the base for a lot of these one-off cars. And a lot of them, these 760 cars were actually just like C12s or Fs that were just rebodied and upgraded engine, upgrade and suspension and all that and all that and um, so that's why people go like how do these keep making like you know how are they st-? Mm-hmm. supposedly you have another car but why are you still making from this one because it's just customers coming back and buying a car and then coming and giving it a 760 treatment with their own custom uh, style or whatever taste on it. I mean, it does make sense.
0: And the thing is I mean, that it's, it's not a mass sold car. It's exactly, not, um, exactly. It's going to be looking to a very select customers. And obviously, the, these customers are paying a premium. These paying just, an ex- extreme premium. So if, you know. if they want to say that, hey, they can, I want the same car, but right? like, I want yeah. to update it. I mean, exactly. they are going to make it. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I think, just re- I think very soon they're going to release the last new chassis, which is the 140. They're, they've made 140 Paganis on this. I can't believe they made so little of them. I thought there were like actually a lot more than that. I thought they would have at least made like two hundred or three hundred. But it's actually just one hundred and forty examples of like unique chassis. Yeah. And obviously, these chassis have gone through a lot of them have gone through like changes. three, four changes in you know, yeah. their lifetime. Um, so the 140th is I, actually I feel like they're
0: very uh, environmental conscious. Yeah, yeah, they're recycling the cars. They're recycling their own cars. Um,
2: so the 140th chassis, i I'm, don't quote me on that again. I'm not sure if they've already released it, but they are going to release it soon in terms of like releasing it to the public. I'm pretty sure it's already been ordered and they, they built it, and customer is going to get his car. Yeah, uh, but that's going to be the last Pagani Zonda. that going gonna like last original like. <laughs> unique chassis Zonda. that's going to come out, and then that's it. The Zonda. They're not going to make any more new Zonda chassis. Okay. So if you ever see a new Zonda after that, it will just be a rebuild on an older chassis. Okay. Armor, you know. And then there's the Huayras, and the Huayras. I mean, I like them, but again, those even with the 760s Zondas and the new Huayras. You know, the Huayra BC or those like big Imola editions and whatever. I think the design is just too shouty and like yeah. all the vents and the wing and the whatever. To me, the beauty in the Zondas were the earlier models, really simple shape. Uh, with the split wing in the back and the great colors and really simple nice design know, beautiful timeless design honestly yeah and these old zondas they're rare now because obviously everybody took those chassis and rebuilt them into 760s and that you can always go back to them and be like restore it to what it was i'm pretty sure they'll do it for you because yeah. if you got the money to and it will do anything for you yeah um but now to get like one of those older bodies with the older design it's so rare and now they're extremely sought after you could buy them for like hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars ten years ago now they're like obviously millions you yeah, know like, <laughs> because people are just like suddenly th- re- suddenly realizing oh shit those new ones are actually not that good-looking and their respect to the to the dude's taste you know he customized it the way he wanted it you know so you're buying somebody else's tastes you know it makes no sense so you you're probably gonna buy from him, and you have to spend a lot more money putting it into your taste you know like changing it back to taking off yeah. stuff adding stuff or whatever
0: you know in some cars for example like in the Aston Martin uh, Vulcan like in a, when yeah. they're selling it to the uh, customers they actually take the measurement of the, the person because yeah, yeah, yeah. is this the same case with the Zonda no well? no they're pretty
2: they're pretty universal okay. yeah, yeah they're pretty universal The I think the interior is pretty spacious as well it's quite a, spacious and it feels yeah. extra spacious because they got the glass roof at least on the Zondas the Juarez the they have those going doors because imagine like,
0: those guys have so to like, redesign the whole interior as well so yeah, like, that yeah. it
2: matches same your at the time, they used to measure the seat as well, because the seat didn't move. Uh, the pedals and the steering wheel moved. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so they would design the seat around you, take your waist measurements and whatever, and it, you would say next to the seat, stays locked, you know, the middle seat. Um, so, again, if you buy secondhand second-hand McLaren F1, you might be unlucky, <laughs> either you're too short or… but then you can take it to McLaren and have them adjust the pedals. At least, yeah, but, you know? it
0: <laughs> but it won't be cheap. But it won't be like, cheap. you buy the McLaren which is expensive as but it again, is. Yeah, but again, those
2: kind of I think those kind of shops, uh, those kind of cars, like, it doesn't depreciate their value, you exactly. know, like, because you're taking it back to McLaren or Pagani and they're yeah. doing it at the shop and they're doing it themselves, you know. so. If you say like, oh, it's not original color, but it doesn't matter because it changed color at the shop, you know, it's not yeah. like it went to some random guy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because you know how nitpicky these classic guys can be, you know, these collectors, you know, no, it has to be the original color, it has to yeah. be the same screw that was there in 1952 it has to be there, you know. It's like yeah. Sometimes these kind of purists they get on my nerves, but sometimes it makes sense, you know. like Because a lot of them, man, these rich guys, they buy them as investments, I feel, you know, they don't buy them as actually like to drive them. No. Buy them, keep them for a couple of years, sell them at like what, ten percent profit, twenty percent profit, you know, because these things only go up in value. Yeah,
1: true.
2: Um, it's like that two hundred kilometer McLaren F1 that popped up like a year ago or two years ago. Delivery mileage, still got the plastic on the seats, still got everything. Dude uh. was like, left it, bought it, left it there. He, he was like, this car's gonna be worth a lot of money later. <laughs> and he never drove it, and it, I think I can't remember. I should actually know
0: at that time that it's going Talk about long-term. Because it was
2: I think it was a pretty big hype when it came out that car. It's not like it went under the radar. No, no, of course it was a big hype. I mean
0: the the fact that you're that messy right now, you you talk about McLaren F1, I mean you just know it's like it's it's super hyped up. But the the fact that the moment when it came out uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's still risky for example like, sometimes you
2: know sometimes you just know you know you're probably well connected you probably know that this car is gonna be worth a lot you know like same thing with nowadays Bugatti's Big- and whatever things like that so people buy them and they know they're gonna be worth money you know uh, especially the special editions you know yeah like, the limited number limited numbers so. et cetera et cetera um, like the speaking of like Bigattis, um just to veer off to take the take the subject into a different direction mm-hmm. um so the Bugatti Veyron Supersport, Sport, the, the new one, so not the Veyron, the Chiron Supersport, Sport, the one that broke the 500 km per hour. I think that thing is hell of impressive, man. Like, I think Bugatti did it very, um, very elegantly and very like, I don't know. I feel like their their approach to the top speed uh, race or whatever was so um, quiet. Yeah, you know, they kind of did it and they just did it. You know, they don't like, they didn't hype it up. They didn't like say oh it's coming we're gonna do it we're gonna know they just built the car as far as i'm as far as i was exposed to you know like it's not like on their social media they kind of like they just all of a sudden just announced that hey dude we did 500 kilometers per hour you know and here's the video and here's the here's the results and here's everything you know it's not like i feel like with the thrust ss not the ssc not Thrust ssc sorry that's the that's the, that's the that's soundbar yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> no Spirit. i'm talking this shelby supercars yeah those guys, I think they kind of built hyped it up for a while, uh, yeah. like breaking the that speed record, which is now apparently been falsified, and this whole yeah. What story. happened after that? Has
0: it been like proven? I think the last I yet?
2: read of that was they. It, I think it was indeed uh, false. It was indeed faked, <laughs> okay. and I think last I also read was that they were going to do another run. Okay. So let's see if they can actually stand by their word and actually hold the record and good for them. But if not, then I are mean, in a bad position. I but think. SSC has always
0: been kind of like, from a very long time, they've always been.
2: Yeah, trying to push that limit and yeah. trying to get that speed. Um,
0: Do you know the thing about the uh, Bugatti is that um, I can believe the speed and I can believe the power and yeah. it sounds incredible with the W16 engine and yeah, this, yeah. it's like, what, like quad turbos or something in it. Yeah, quad turbo. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> that, that just ridiculous. But one thing that I'm like really impressed about uh, I mean, I've got an engineering background. I mean, I've studied aerospace engineering and everything. So one thing that really impressed me is like, dude, the weight. Yeah? The, the whole supercars are like built around like, and Like the car needs to be like lightweight. Bugatti is like, nah, no, screw it. We're going to be fat and we're going to be heavy and, and they still fly. do it.
2: Yeah. And that is just incredible. And you're doing it in like luxury of like leather yeah, yeah, seats yeah. and everything. And, 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 and you don't feel
0: that like there's anything that out of the car. No, you are actually in proper luxury inside the car. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It is, and
2: that's, that is and impressive. I think that's what obviously puts Bugatti on like a different level to exactly. all, a lot of different uh, hypercars. That.
0: That's the reason like, why they cost how much they cost. Cost
2: how much they, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you compare them to like the Shelby supercar. I can't remember what the exact model is, uh, name of the model. But yeah, I'm sure that thing is like a hardcore kind of racer, and like, like you know those kind of like you're hearing the transmission, you're hearing everything, and like well, yeah. I, don't quote me again on that. But I mean, uh, Bugatti again. Yeah, like I said, they did it in a very classy, elegant way. You can you can doodle this car around town. I'm pretty sure. I've seen people do litter on a on beach road and things like that. Yeah. And then you can just call them up and be like, Hey, I want to do a speed run. Come get my wheels and give me insert the second key and shit. And let's go, man. You yeah. Know? Um, and I think the super sport looks amazing with the two pipes in the back, like the vertical pipes and the little extra long tail and the aggressive front bumper. And obviously the traditional paint job, the back black with the orange. I think it looks phenomenal, man. Um, Looking back at the Veyron, it looks so much better than the Veyron. I saw Veyron recently, a very early model Veyron in Abu Dhabi like a year ago. Uh, probably the very first ones that came to Dubai. Like It was a black one with the red highlights. Yeah. I think it kind of made a tour, a little bit picture tour, you know, once it first came to Dubai. UAE at least. It was uh, Abu Dhabi plates on it. And it looks old. It looks outdated. The yeah. design looks outdated. No, the Chiron
0: know? is. uh Chiron's a lot more refined. It's, we're it's fine. actually beautiful. Chiron's really beautiful. It's
2: really beautiful. And obviously, the later Veyrons looked a bit better because they got the little facelift of the lights and yeah. everything. But the early models, you're looking at them, like you almost feel like the, the lights are going to be fogged up. You know, yeah. in, a, in a year or two, you look at them, you're like, those are going to start fogging soon. Yeah. And you look at the the panels, they're a little <laughs> bit like, you know, sagging a little bit, even though it's yeah. like, a, I'm sure it's a pretty well maintained car that yeah. they keep in a garage and whatever and whatever. Um, but again, the first of anything is always like that kind of rough edged, and then it yeah, just gets refined and refined and refined and refined, you know. Right. Um, but I think they did it well in introducing that hypercar segment, you know, with the Veyron, uh, where nobody ever before it was a supercars, and then suddenly these guys come along, and go like, thousand horsepower, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Yeah. And suddenly you have an entire new segment, and then Koenigsegg comes and goes like, all right, sure, I'll come in with you. And then Pagani kinda, you can, I think Pagani would still go under. Supercar, I would say they don't really want to chase that crazy performance like Bugatti and I, 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 I don't want.
0: know um, Maybe you're right. But the thing is I like, if I were to categorize them I would put Pagani under hypercar. I mean because just the way it looks. Yeah, it's it's like, <laughs> Supercars to me. They're supposed to be small. <laughs> okay, right. But it's a tiny
2: car Hypercars... around, though. It's a small car. It's as small as a Veyron. Have you seen a Veyron? They're tiny man those things. They're like well,
0: I've seen I I've seen see them, that but I don't know why I can't remember the thing is like, okay. I can't remember, I can't remember the size. I mean, I've seen them in real, life, but uh, I don't know. But that, his thing, like when you see like on the videos or you see the pictures, they look, they look they're very like, deceiving. They look huge. Yeah, They look huge, absolutely. And for me, like hypercars, um, you know, they're, 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 they're like supercars, but they're super luxurious. They're like they're like GT cars, but like and it's, like one-up GT car. Hypercar for me is like a GT car and a supercar mashed together. Okay, fair that's right. how I see a, a right, hypercar. Right.
2: I see hypercar based on the price tag. No, oh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I see them like as. As the super-duper cream of the crop, you yeah. know, like, again, either pushing one thing I mean, they're other. hyper, It's called hyper. Yeah. For <laughs> either pushing a top-speed kind of challenge, either pushing a design way or pushing it in, like, an extreme technology or weird thing, like, yeah. that's where I put it. And a supercar is just, you know, generic, not generic, but uh, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, whatever, whatever, and then you get the sports car under that, which is the BMWs, and then you get the hot hatches, which is, less, yes. you know. Um, but what were we talking about? I'm kind of just losing. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we can go. So, going so, everywhere. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, so basically, we just also like. Um, uh, I was just like to hear like uh, quickly about your ideas like, about the cars that we like. Um, yeah, sure. Something quick, so, like, like, what do, what something? do you
1: think? What do you think about the Jaguars? The Jaguar is something I really, really. You like, like Jaguars, yeah. like? And I don't say of... that now. He's gonna be like biased. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no, okay. No, which it's, which it's, kind of Jaguars? Yeah, like exactly. anyone, that. any gen, any year, any whatever, and, yeah. Uh, I think in general, I like Jaguars too, man. I think in like, like any company, I think they went through a weird phase in like the early two thousands with the S Type. Yeah. that, that yeah, Those X-type, years. X-type, yeah, yeah. Those years. I think they went through a weird phase. Yeah. And the designs were weird. They're not very Jaguar, even though the S Type R was kind of cool. Like I remember when it came out, I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." But yeah. obviously, apparently, the, the build quality back then was horrendous. You know. Yeah. Um, But I think Jaguars are definitely cool. They're like, I see them kind of like Aston Martins, like the muscle cars of England, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think they have like this super duper classiness that no other brand kind of has. Like it's a specific kind of classiness where it's like a medium... But respected, you know. Yeah. Or you drive a Jaguar, okay, all right. You're kind of like, you're cool, <laughs> you know. I, I, that, <laughs> you've got, I, that, that, you've got taste. Unspoken
1: respect is there. <laughs> exactly. And
2: unspoken respect is there absolutely with you, you know. Like, my boss, he has, he, well, my, he had a, still has, actually, an XK, in early 2000s XK. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it looks super cool. Dark blue, uh, white interior, I think. Oh, sweet. Or tan, I'm not sure. And he's got these kind of thicker tires on them, yeah. so they look a bit prominent, and it's it beautiful. just looks... The design is, I think it's an Ian Kellum design, isn't it? Um, back when he was doing the Aston Martin DB7 and whatever, I think that's him. Such a timeless design, honestly. It looks amazing, man. Um, uh,
1: if, if I had the money, I would go
0: for the E-Type.
2: The E-Type? Yeah, that's like <laughs> known to be one of the most beautiful cars in the world. And obviously, if you're talking about the older Jaguars, then things just go like on another it's level. You know? no,
0: for me, the same thing as well. Like, if I go for like a Jaguar, yeah. if it would be the E-Type, but not the actual E-Type. Uh, I would go for speeds. the Eagle Speedster. The Eagle Speedster. Yeah, because I the probably... thing is, like, I love the old Porsches, but I have a thing for the, the Singers. The they're, Singers? They're just gorgeous. The
2: Singers, they did them so well. I exactly. think I think that guy, he's, uh, he stemmed that kind of retro... Uh, yeah. What do you call it? Resto modding. Yeah. Um, he kind of started that movement in that sense, and now so many people are doing it. I've, I've got this... You've got the guys, Gunther, doing it to the 993. You've got this one guy doing it with the Ferrari Dino. Oh, okay. Uh, you've got this the Ring Brothers doing it with the muscle cars. You've got a whole bunch of other guys doing it now. has become like a trend, you know, which is amazing. Everybody loves the old design. No, that's good, but, but they, they want should, the, like, bring it back, yeah. But they want the new technology, you know. Um, and I think Singer, obviously, to me, are still the best because they do it so well, you they know. Their, their attention beautiful. to detail and their the design and everything, the way they do Like, I shot one once for, uh, for an auction so I had a chance to kind of like, you know, it's like, it's different when you photograph a car yeah. than when you actually look at it. Because obviously when you're photographing, you're looking at the details and you look at the pictures again and again. I've never
0: seen a single in real life. I, I'm so badly yeah. want to see it. Like, I, um, I, just want, I just want to see it. I got it. lucky. I've seen Let two on here. Yeah, yeah, I've
2: seen two here. There's that uh, baby blue one that belongs to Turbo AD and, uh, well, that's his Instagram account. Okay. Um, he's based in Abu Dhabi and he's a collector. I'm not sure what he does by profession, uh, but he collects a lot of cars. He has a lot of fancy cars and he has mm-hmm. one Singer light blue one. Uh, Amazing car. I've seen it a few times and he takes it on track and he like beats it half to death every time he takes it on track. He drives them properly, his cars. There are no garage queens, his cars, which is what I love about him.
0: That's good. That's Um, respect.
2: And then there's that dark blue one that I I'm not sure what's happened to it because it was going off to auction, so I had to shoot it. Okay. And also, man, the colors on those cars are so good. (laughs) The paint is like perfect and the quality of the paint is amazing. The quality of the leather is amazing. Um, and overall I think Singer's quality like but but obviously they cost a lot like, yeah of course they yeah. used to cost yeah. not so much when they first started yeah. but now they've just gone like maybe I mean, 300% in price yeah. Yeah. yeah like they're like what $500,000 now for one or something like that exactly. or like 400 and you have to give them the, the donor car it's not like they get their I know at one point they bought out oh like, I
0: didn't know that
2: you have to give them a car I think so yeah oh, I okay. think so so you have to find the 964 I think they're based on six fours, right or even um Thanks. 964 or is it a different one I think it's a Mm -hmm. Um, 964 but I think also at some point I think they also bought out a few of them like quite a lot on the market so that kind of like screwed the market up where suddenly the prices spiked up because the demand was there but the the supply wasn't you know I think they did that a bit they bought a bunch of cars but then uh, you could also have the option of giving them a donor car and then so you have to buy a donor car and then you have to like make them do the rebuild you know
1: well at least you know that your car is going to a proper shop <laughs> exactly
2: exactly um yeah and uh, to go back to the jaguars man i think yeah today actually i was out driving and uh with some guys uh, from dubai drives and some guys from jack uh, jabal ali classic car club um and there were two e-types there uh, if you like jags you should meet up with uh, gilbert Ayoub. His name is Yul Baayyub. His Instagram is Jagmaniacs and this guy owns I think nine classic Jags. They're not (laughs) not in the best condition. He buys them and then he just he fixes whatever he needs to fix and that's it and he drives them which is what I love about him. Mm. they are no garage queens either and he drives them like let's go you know like he's he's not nitpicky about it. Uh, The E-Type today but he came with Roadster E-Type had to stop, open it, put some water in it, it was like pissing water and everything, it was a little bit smoking, you know, he's like, it's overheating, I think the head caskets, you know, broken or something. Um, So he's really, and he loves working on them himself, you know, and he has like a bunch of old XKs, a bunch of old E-types, some XJS, some uh, um, XJ, what are those like coupés or whatever. I mean, he's, and he's obviously petrol head and he loves his cars and loves talking about them. I actually want, I'm actually going to shoot with him at some point. Um, he wants to. He has a shell of an E-type, like basically the back end, so just where the where the, passenger, like the, the seating is. So basically, he doesn't have the front end, the engine, or anything. So he has just that. He bought it as like a spare for oh. his to like leech parts off of it. And it's, I was like, dude, I want to photograph that. Like just put it there in the middle of the garage. And it's like yeah, nice, light it yeah. nicely, you know. Um, I think he sent me a picture. Let me just dig it up real quick. Literally
0: everything uh, about that car is a, is like a piece of art. I mean, you just, yeah, you just yeah, have yeah, the back end of there, like in, in the middle of the garage, It's gonna look gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, did I? He sent it on here. I can't remember where he sent it. I think he sent. It. So this is one of his Jags that just got in. That got in. He got in recently. Wow. Um, oh,
0: love that color.
2: Really nice color. Yeah, just, uh, you sun... don't
1: see those colors uh, in yeah, your life. Yeah. Uh, just to make people black.
2: understand, it's like a sunburnt uh, orange. Uh, E-Type? Yeah. I'm not sure what series this is. I'm not familiar with, like, the generations of E-Types. Um, but I know I can't find that shell. I think it's sent to me on Instagram or whatever. Anyway, um, so you should connect to them. I'll connect to you guys if at some point. Um,
0: there, there's a whole ad about Jaguar, right? It yeah. It's good to be bad. It's good to be, yeah, good to yeah, be yeah, bad, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> it has a whole, like, a
2: villainous feel to it. And he, he totally... He doesn't encompass that, but he has that kind of, like, cool attitude because he drives yeah. Jags. Yeah. And, he drives, and that's the only cars he has, you know? Like, he doesn't... Wow have a daily you know he just drives his jaguars you know wow. like uh in the summer when it's too hard he just rents a car and just drives those you know as, as far as i know i think maybe he might have bought a daily he was looking into buying a daily he's like i'm tired of driving these cars <laughs> they're always broken they're always like need something to work on need this and they're hot and they're not comfortable as i mean that's the reality of a classic yeah. you know like as much as they're fun to drive some of them are just like really uncomfortable to drive you know?
1: speaking of dailies i would really love to have the XE. The, the electric
2: X, uh, Jaguar? No. Oh, no,
1: no, no. XE, the compact sedan.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. the new ones.
1: Those, Actually, I'd are, go for
2: these, the bigger ones, man. I go for the XF, the XF, the XF, or even the XJ, the big XJs, man. Those are. I don't they, want
1: the XF, but. but they the don't XJ have any just, new
2: ones, right? XJs, there's no modern, modern, modern X. XJ, I don't think there's a modern,
0: modern one. Yeah.
2: The last one I know was with the ones with the tail lights yeah. that came yeah, yeah, like that, those right? Are awesome ones. Those are so cool, man. They look right.
1: beautiful. But the thing mm-hmm. is, um uh, if you buy an XJ, a, you would want a driver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I want to be driven in them.
0: Oh man, that's what people tell me about Bentley. unless unless if it's a supercharged one, that's different
2: no but so what it's a nice car drive it yourself same thing with people tell me about Bentleys like the Flying Spurs or the Mulsanne or whatever you know like dude I would, I would so drive myself in that why the hell would I want somebody else to get all the fun and like sit in the back you know oh, yeah. I want to yeah, drive that thing you know <laughs> uh, speaking of Jags I drove an XJR a 2000 something uh, early 2000s you know the ones yeah. with the round lights in yeah. the front yeah. um, it belonged to Asil who used to be the head of Tomini Classics uh, that was his daily and he lent it to me because my car was broken and I had to do some work so I needed a car to drive around and I drove it and it was dude surprisingly really cool car man so the V8
1: or V8? it's
2: the V8 supercharged V8 yeah uh, so XJR black with black interior and put your foot down and that thing moves man wow like <laughs> it's really surprising I was like damn this is a four and obviously that look you know it's got that low slung Uh, profile kind of looks like mafia gangster kind of thing you know you step out of it every time you're just like and people would kind of like stop and stare you know even though it's like a very unassuming looking car you know but if you know you know kind of thing you know and some people would kind of be like cool man, nice Jag, you know, like, sometimes some random guys, and you know, I'll be parked on the side of the road, I'll be just chilling, he's going to come up to me, and say, nice Jaguar man, I'll be like, oh thanks, it's not mine or whatever, but I'm like, this is cool dude, I can, I can get used to this, you know, people telling me, nice car, <laughs> but they're cool cars, I really like Jaguars, honestly, I really do like Jaguars, I think they're very elegant cars, they're very classy cars, um, they can be very quick, they've got that modern XF, Something, something with the big jaguars and the big wing, oh, yeah. and the big tires. I can't remember. What I talked about the,
1: pro, uh, the, pro, pro, the project eight.
0: Yeah, 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 project
2: eight. Yeah, exactly. The project exactly. is the XE. Is an XE? XE. XE? Oh, okay, it's XE. XE. No, that,
1: uh, there's one I think based on the F-type.
0: Oh, that is the project, project seven. 7. Yeah.
2: Project seven. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about the four-door one. Yeah, right. the one okay. that uh, that Harry Metcalf guy has on YouTube. Um, yeah, that thing is also thing wild. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With easy, the, right? those vents in the front, yeah. like those perforated bumper that looks so good. But that now. is something
0: that like, can you just have to attack the tracks, I mean. The yeah, track, yeah. The yeah. road is
2: an overkill. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you'd probably like but do more damage on yeah, it just daily than the
1: first. You... They made a uh, track one, and then they made a road use Yeah, yeah, and, and you can the whole and you can thing. order it
2: without yeah. the seats in the back or with yeah, the seats yeah. in the back and whatever. Like it's kind of like the Megane Trophy, I guess.
1: We went there to the dealer and just asked about it. They were like, yeah. "You can order it. It's some special order." Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, yeah. see, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like, that should be that should be an option. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, they don't have it because obviously it's not gonna be sold like or like in big numbers. But yeah. you know what? If somebody wants to order, like, keep that absolutely. option open. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, the F types. I mean, like, those yeah. cars. I mean, ever since what we the F type came out. They've just always. I mean, I know. Like right now, the new one looks different, and then people are kind of like, you know, they're not sure about the, how the headlights look. And For me, I don't care. From like, the moment the first F-type came out till now, yeah. I think they all just, look great. They all look beautiful.
1: I think the new one looks angry and very interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In fact, I, I like the, the new one, but even the old one,
0: also, like, I don't mind it.
1: The F-type yeah. just looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I
0: love. They always look good. Yeah, I'm just
2: having a look at what it looks like. The new one. I know what the older one, but I haven't seen the updated look yet.
1: And if the listeners haven't seen the, oh, the Jaguar Jag- ad, is that the new uh, one? Jaguar, yeah, that's the one. Oh, right. The Jaguar ad, uh, where, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys remember the ad uh, they did, the Jaguars. Where they got a bunch of villains and they were driving around in the yeah, Jaguar yeah, and then they said, it's good to be bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just search that in YouTube, Jaguar, is good to be bad. That ad will pop up.
2: Sure, sure. No, I think the new one looks great, man. I'm just looking at it now on my phone. Um, I think it looks amazing, actually. You know, we
0: test off the, the the BBF type, the one with the 2-liter turbocharger. Yeah, yeah. And... Even though it's like a 2 liter turbocharged, it was still very impressive in terms it's of performance. Pretty quick it, run, sounds, yeah. it sounds it mean, not, I mean, it's not loud, obviously. It's not going to sound like the V8 one or so the Supercharged one. the rear
2: end of the new one, yeah, right? That's yeah, that's the one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So the rear end didn't change too much, uh, I guess, a different bumper and. The, the light's light. a little bit
0: different before you be like more rounded but now like it's, just it's got a from, angle from
2: afar it gives you like this maserati kind of feel I think yeah, the, yeah, yeah. from like a quick uh, glance yeah uh, no I think F types look really great man They um, always look nice I mean I fun. rode in one once uh, just a normal drive to get a really gun or anything but it was pretty nice cabin to be in very uh, sounds nice dude Sounds amazing, man. Especially the, the V6 the R, Supercharged one? And the R oh, the, the, the V8 ones? Yeah. yeah oh, the V8, V8 ones okay. is, is extremely loud, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extreme. Sometimes, sometimes, like, I've heard a lot of people get in trouble with cops because of that. Because apparently it's, like, stupid loud. Yeah. And if you just do a little mod on it, it makes it even louder or something like that. I heard one guy... Why? I
0: mean, there's a button over there to control the valves. Why do you think people... And the thing is, people they really don't know, like, how much loud it can get. Like, 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 how loud do you want it to be? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> Absolutely man. You're right. Um,
2: but yeah, that's pretty much my opinion on Jags, man. I would probably get an older Jag if I had the money and were looking to get a Jag, you know, like a fourth or fifth or sixth car in the collection.
1: Yeah. Or
2: all the cars, like I said. <laughs> I'd probably get like an XJR or oh, that gen, you know, the yeah. XKR of that generation also is really cool, really nice. The yeah. big grille in the front and the big rims.
0: Nice. All right, so uh, Martin, I'm going to ask you. Sure. Alfa Romeo G the portfolio. Uh
2: That's that four-door one, right? Yeah. I think it's an extremely pretty car. I think Alfa Romeo did a great job in design. Um, I'm not sure how it stands in performance wise. I've never really read much about it or. Okay, so we've driven it. Okay.
0: And yeah, I mean, I want one. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I drove the regular one once we, we've driven the regular ones like actually the, the thing is we've actually driven all of them yeah. we've driven yeah. the base uh, we've driven the Veloci uh, okay. the one with the two hundred eight horses and we've driven the Quadrifoglio with the 2.9 I think uh, I drove six.
2: the Veloci I'm not sure like it was some big alpha event and uh, the guys needed to how much horsepower yeah. did it have I, I can't it. I'm either. not sure I'm not sure it looked very simple so i think it okay. was like the basic one
1: uh th- did it had dual exhaust or single
0: single exhaust at the back oh
2: yeah um honestly can't remember i think it was a single exhaust it was really long yeah time. The, that the, was a the, probably the base. base. yeah, yeah. With the 200 horses
0: you know, but but you know what even though if it's a base um it's surprising it's still quick yeah surprisingly still quick. it does it does like i mean like zero like, 200 still is like, like around like an early six seconds yeah yeah, yeah um, right. for, for like a basic engine for like 200 horsepower i mean that's like, it's insane yeah, yeah uh, it it's quick. really good uh, and the thing is base and it's not even really expensive uh, but yeah I mean like obviously the, the flagship cars the quadrifolio. Yeah. The absolutely oh, my I God. think that
2: new one that they released the super duper track one
0: the GTA the GTA with M- the wing
2: and whatever yeah, I think the they M- butchered it honestly in my opinion in I terms think. of looks you mean it looks like yeah. some kid just put the aftermarket mods on it uh, you know, and,
0: and I think the GTA <laughs> is the worst
1: part is that there the, the might be people are stuck going to doing that yeah yeah
2: man um, I otherwise I think to me my First impression is still uh, stands true today is that it's an extremely beautiful car. Yeah. I think it's great to look at at all angles. Even though when it first came out, a lot of people said oh, it has this BMW look to it. And it has like, whatever, I think it's grown on it's grown on me a lot nowadays. Um, in terms of any other stuff, I really can't give an opinion because I haven't really driven it properly, especially the Quadro Folio. Folio. Quadrifoglio. Quadrofolio.
0: Okay. Or like how Clarkson says, it
2: Quadroformaggio. <laughs> 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 so I haven't really driven that, but, yeah. I've, but I've heard people floor it next to me. I've seen people drive it quick, and it looks like a very capable car. You um, know? Like it sounds awesome. For do it,
0: uh, again, in the reviews, like for example, I can. I keep on quoting Clarkson, but like when he says, again, the steering wheel is telepathic. Yeah. He means it. Okay. Dude, um, you, you think about turning, you look at the direction the car is going there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, it, the base one, when you've driven it, like, you know, it the distribute for like, very extremely it's precise. very nice, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just amplify that. Okay, okay. Um, so, by the way, it's the same thing with the Stelvio, even if you go with the Stelvio okay. portfolio. But it's not really a good thing on an SUV because you don't want to have that kind of a quick steering like you know, in a car with like, a higher center of gravity and everything. Uh, but I can understand like you know, why it makes sense on the Quadrifoglio on the on the Julia and oh man I really want that car so yeah. bad. But then you know then like just like Renault then there's, there's something called like the Alpha reliability. Yeah. But, but I think over the years they are getting much better.
2: Now these days they're a lot better. Yeah. The same thing with the Renaults they're a lot better now than what they were before. You know? We
1: technically had to cut him out of the car. Yeah. Quadrifoglio. <laughs> <The> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I mean I, I just wouldn't want yeah. to leave. <laughs> no I
0: wouldn't. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Yeah, some cars they just kind of leave that impression on you, right? So they're just so um, good you just fall in love with them. You're just like, I just want to keep this car forever, and yeah. Hope, and is it an attainable? Car? It's not like it's crazy priced. How much do they go for here? To- um,
0: if you uh, the the brand new one, um, so at that time it was for around three hundred oh, okay. and twenty thirty thousand. to was. A- is that fully kitted or? Quadrifoglio. portfolio. Three hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah, three hundred.
1: dollars
0: and if you pay uh, sorry, three hundred and sixty thousand. and if you pay additional uh, sixty thousand rams on top. Um, uh, 60,000 times, then you get the the carbon two extra options basically, uh, which is um, the carbon ceramic brakes, which is okay. an overkill because the regular steel brakes, the one that we test off yes. was like, insane insane. Yeah, exactly. yeah. uh, uh, so that and the other the other option was the carbon Seed. fiber yeah, seats, carbon fiber seats, which I'll keep
1: my test.
2: 60k by daily with that. Man. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and there was a special edition one that was for 500,000. Oh yeah, the, the, but what, that what was, was a.
0: Uh, I forgot. There was then. some
1: special edition they had. Okay. Like, uh, they came for some time.
0: Uh, is it because of the the Gimbal Three Thousand event? The Gumball, uh, Gimbal Gumball. The Gimbal Three Thousand event.
2: Yes, yeah, something so. like that. I, I think
0: the, at that time they had some kind of a uh, uh, special event, so they created like a car for them. Yeah,
2: and they were. I think they had like they were sponsoring it or something like that. Yeah, I remember. The, the I, remember, team I remember, purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the Stelvio and, uh, and the and, of, and, and the Julia. Uh, Julia, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Oh. No,
0: I, I'm trying to remember Like, you know, what was the name of the MOI, because there was a special name uh, for the quadrifolio version uh, that was priced for half a million. But,
1: uh, uh, the Gamble one, it came in purple. The other one was in silver. It uh, didn't come
2: in purple to sell it to the people. Uh, that was the actual card that going to be used in the Gamble. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, because there were, it was, I think it was a sponsorship by Gargash or something. Yeah. And uh, Emirates Airlines. Really? Yeah, uh, uh, because uh, there was a whole...
2: I can't believe that's still actually going, the gumball runs, man, like, don't people get, like, in trouble every year (laughs) when they do that? I don't know. Um,
0: What do you, you, you the only other car that left, like, a crazy long-lasting impression on us, uh, both of us, actually, Um, are the Lotuses?
2: Oh, man, those are, Lotuses are super fun, man. I drove one once at the Autodrome. I did the Experience, you know, they have the Lotus Experience, so you can just buy that and you get to drive an Evora and an Exige S, I believe. Yeah. And I got it for my birthday from my friends. They paid it, and I drove it. And man, wow! That was my first track experience ever, 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 ever. What and Exige it was, was it? Exige S, I believe, or whatever. It was like uh, not too long ago, generation like five years ago, I think, something like that. Okay. it's not the ones that you get now. It's okay. like one generation before.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. And uh, it was triptronic, so no manual. And he, and even the guys, they wouldn't let you put it into sport mode, uh, into like they wouldn't let you shift. You had to keep it into sport mode and that the car, honestly, it made sense because I was, again, first time on track ever and they okay. put me in a Lotus and I was like, yeah. so it made sense for me. You don't have to worry about being in the right gear or whatever. And the car obviously does it well. It understands well what gear to be in. So the, the automatic on that car is really, really good, actually. Um The Evora was, it's an Evora. It's more of a cruiser kind of car you know? uh, even them, though it's still a Lotus but it's tor- more, if, more, fa- more fancier more comfortable side. yeah and exactly more GTs, it's, it's like some bigger big, more luxurious and yeah, everything.
0: Yeah. Um, so we test we of the Evora um, uh, 400 mm-hmm. um, uh, the test driver like around on Sheikh Road and at the back like near Wassel uh, Road uh, the experience was just insane I mean first of all it has no power steering which yeah, is fine yeah, the yeah. car doesn't weigh anything anyways yeah, yeah. so it's not like you're breaking an arm or whatever um, so this is better Uh Better responsive the steering. The steering wheel is actually, like, you know, uh, communicating with you. Uh, the sound uh, of that Toyota V6, yeah, <laughs> yeah <man. laughs> it's, 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 it's just insane.
2: It's crazy. It's crazy uh, what you can do, with, like with just doing it yourself, you know. And, <laughs> and it
0: goes like nothing. It's like so fast. It's just it's ridiculously quick, and it sounds amazing, and, and, and it's comfortable at the same time, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is. It yeah.
2: is. The um, is actually pretty comfy. Seats are yeah. so nice and big. Dude, like, uh,
0: I mean, we've driven the Mercedes A250. And the thing is harsh. Yeah, <laughs> it's this really hard suspension. And when we saw the floor, i was like, ah. Oh, and like, plus, like, you know, like I had like a bit of back issues uh, earlier. Yeah, yeah. And when I when I was test driving, I'm like, when I saw like a bit of a like a cobbled road or whatever, I'm like, ah, oh, this is gonna hurt. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, oh, that's nice. That, that is insane. And then on the track, um, the guy, um, uh, his name is Shiva, uh, from Lotus. He invited us uh, to uh, the track to. Check out uh, and the the Exige, yeah. Exige 400. I think was it or the 410? I think 400. There were a couple. Like, I a couple don't remember, remember one which one. We one we drove, um, drove. So those are like the
2: super quick ones. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a
0: proper. But the Exige was a proper manual. Yeah. The Ephora we drove was a pedal shift on, on the road. So the Exige we drove was a proper neck like, manual and. Is uh, that the one
2: with the exposed? Uh, with the exposed, yeah. yeah, shift yeah. That's the same um, as Collins, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. And uh, and Shiva was like, um, you know what, the traction control everything is going to be off.
2: And wow. like, I have
0: confidence the car is gonna work with you. Okay. But like, okay. And we're pushing it and referring it. Dude, the car is just a yeah. proper extension to your body. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like it's on when videos. other cars, when you when you know like <laughs> they start losing the grip or you see like the car is rolling or something. No, this car is like literally like as if you are wearing it on yeah, your feet nice. and you're running. Yeah, like you have control, the crazy control on the car. And and, and my first thing about that thing is the shifter. Um, dude you know like how the Alfa Romeo had like a telepathic steering yeah, this thing has got a telepathic shifter that's awesome <laughs> um, so it's not a sequential shifter like, it's like a proper like, uh, yeah, uh, shifter yeah. and uh, dude when I'm accelerating it knows I just have to like kind of move it yeah. Like yeah. The, and it, it falls in the right gear and every single such time. It's like short, movements it's as short well, movement. Like it's short movement. And very rich. satisfying click. Yeah. And the thing is when I'm when, I'm, when I want to downshift, I mean, when I'm like slowing down, the car just knows automatically automatically it's not gonna go to the wrong gear. It has to go to the right gear while downshifting. It just knows everything so perfectly beautiful. I mean
2: oh. that's awesome. Yeah, that's what those cars are meant for, you know? Like that's what they're built to do, to give you that crazy experience like that. And again, they're so lightweight, they're so like what was the th- what was his philosophy
0: um, um uh, reduce weight and then do everything else something and like add lightness like add it was li-
2: like uh, do something an add lightness or whatever and add was, do something, yeah. what was his name chapman or something like that is it i um, can't remember his name <laughs> the guy that actually started lotus yeah wait,
0: wait a second. it was a pretty chapman <laughs> yeah,
2: we should we should know this as petrol heads honestly he's like yeah. a legend man that guy um yeah, man, they're they're pretty impressive cars, man. Lotuses. I've always wanted if my dream Lotus would be. Uh, oh yeah, Elise. he said uh,
0: Colin Chapman. He Colin said Chapman, simplify, yeah. then, add li- then add lightness. Yeah, that is that's um, impressive.
2: So my dream Lotus would be a uh, Elise uh, Triple One S.
0: Right we don't get them over here, do we?
2: Uh, I think they did come. Not brand I think, new, I think. If, no, no, no. I think the the Triple One S they stopped doing them uh, because it was like a, an older generation.
0: The the one with the one point eight.
2: I believe so. Is that it? I think, uh, yeah, these, so this just generation basically.
1: Okay. Yeah. The 1.8 is is also a Toyota engine, I think. Yeah,
0: Uh, uh, I think there were two generations. I think in this generation,
2: they were still Rover engines, if I'm not mistaken. This is a Series 2, I think they were still Rover engines.
0: Because I know that uh, when an Exige came out before uh, having a 3.5 and it used to be a 1.8, the engines came from a Celica and the Corollas. The oh, okay. 8, yeah. Okay. So the Elise, I think, uh, I'm not sure, I could be wrong, but if I'm taking a guess, then I think it's like uh, there were two generations. One was like the Rover engine, and the mm-hmm. other one was the Toyota engine. Rover. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but they're super fun cars, man, the Lotuses. I think they do, they fit that market so well, the light. Super sport car kind of thing. They do it perfectly. I think I would if I wanted one of those cars like a Caterham or a Lotus or one of those kind of lightweight sports cars I'd go for a Lotus 100% and also Take the roof off and you can go again do yeah. some canyon carving and uh, it's like super y- fun y-
0: You know when people like you know when they talk about religions and obviously like, I don't want to talk about religions in the in the podcast but like, You know okay, like who were right who were right who right. nobody knows yeah. like, you know, who's gonna be right in the in the future but 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 I want to say like about Lotus like they were right, Yeah, it's all about lightness. <laughs> it's, it doesn't Absolutely. have to do anything with the power, it doesn't have to do anything, it's about the lightness. Absolutely. And as long as you kind of like nail that, then you know, everything just like you know, falls everything. in perfectly. You're
2: right, yeah, you're right. And they've engineered them really well. I think they're recently the build quality has come become really good. I think they were like like any company that was like an independent at the time. I'm not sure if they were independent for very long. I think they've always been owned by someone, right, Lotus?
0: Um, I I I think JAG owned them with other companies. companies. But but right now, I think they're owned by
2: Geely. Or something like that, yeah. And the quality has gone up, I think. Those modern... I mean, yeah, because... uh, They they feel really nice. I mean, Volvo
0: is also under Gili and all that, I mean. And the the new um, Evoro that's going to come out, I think the side mirrors also come from a Volvo. Remember the guy was selling us? Yeah. Yeah. So... uh, these
2: small companies, you got to do what you get. Man, the Zondas at one point, they had Lamborghini lights in the back.
0: Nah, the engines of Mercedes.
2: Mercedes. Yeah. Engines of Mercedes, because it's expensive to develop your own stuff. You yeah. know, like especially something like an engine.
0: No, but one thing like, <laughs> uh, that I did. Like, we were sp- speaking when we went to Hatta, um, uh, the thing about the Lotus, I was watching like one of the documentaries about them. Um, they had an influence on almost every carbon yeah, right yeah, out there yeah yeah, of course, absolutely because the,
2: the, they were heavy on racing as well exactly, so they yeah, they have a huge racing pedigree, and so obviously the influence the same thing as Ferrari influenced a lot of people in terms of like their racing and their cars and Lotus, the same thing, man. They're i think or overlooked brand, you know, like in terms of their history and shit like that, like it's really, really what what you're saying what you just said right now, like it's, it makes so much sense it's yeah, absolutely true. Um, do they still race they still race right in Formula 1 they still have a team um, honestly
0: I've, I I used to be a big fan of Formula 1 right. but not so much anymore. I'm pretty sure they
2: still do I think they still do or yeah, at least so they have not. like half of a hand in something or I think they still mm-hmm. do yeah um, um,
0: okay wow well, this podcast is actually getting pretty long but it's fine yeah. because the thing is like, you know what people should expect that like when we talk okay. about cars we kind of like go yeah, right on okay just to wrap it up before we finish a um, couple of questions last sure, questions sure um, which car would you choose uh, which car would you choose b- beside the Clio for uh, your daily let's say for my daily yeah part? it has to be like in, a, in the same class as a Clio oh, like okay. something like that like, it could, um, uh, we know it's not a G- GTI <laughs> no it's definitely not a <laughs> GTI
1: uh, if I had to guess I would say it'd go for the PGO 206 or 3 right? yeah no <laughs> not
2: even not even I think I'd probably go for an 86 a GT86 oh, yeah. uh, okay or maybe even I'd or maybe even I'd like take it a step back and go a bit older, go like mid 90s and get like something cool like an old Beamer or an old yeah. Merc, you know? As a daily, daily, like we're talking daily, daily, you yeah. know, like, yeah. not like super sporty kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I could get like an old Merc or something, something just cruisy, comfy, you know, yeah. it's automatic, not really, to worry about anything. Cool. Um, I have so many, man. The thing is, like,
0: it's like kid in a candy store. You know, if, yeah. you me, if you give me the
2: actual budget to buy a car, I'll be like, I don't know what to get. I want them all.
0: Something I just I just remembered. One thing I wanted to ask you, I was like forgetting earlier. Um, in your group, is there anybody with a Clio V six? No, um, actually not. There aren't. We've been trying to track. Uh... That'd be awesome. Like actually, Clio... we did.
2: We did. We had one guy. Okay. Cause these are like extremely rare. Yeah, those are extremely rare. Uh, they didn't make that many of them. And there was a guy who had a phase one, uh, so the first gen V6. He's based in Sharjah. He has a little collection and he has that, that car. He joined the club for a bit and then he left. Okay. And there's another guy who has a blue phase two. And this guy, I see him often in Motor City because I think he owns, you know, the cycle hub, that yeah, yeah, yeah. cafe slash cycle place. And Motor City owns that, amongst other things. And I always see it there parked and I left him quite a few notes because <laughs> I used to live in Motor City and he ignored all my notes. Like who is his stalker? Who is his stalker, <laughs> honestly, man. Um, so does, those are the two that I know of. I'm pretty sure there's like maybe a couple more floating around. No, no V6s in our club, unfortunately. We'd love to have some. We'd love, I'd love to at least connect with those owners um just to be able to call on them for big events when i want to pull the big muscle in you know like yeah. i have those brothers the saman brothers zahir saman wild saman uh, you might know him on instagram as zed's garage yeah he has all these like 80s dream cars you know testa cobra he has all those like yeah. poster cars and he has a renault 5 turbo 2. wow and his brother has an identical renault 5 turbo 2. Oh. the only difference is one of them's got yellow fog lights the other one's got white fog lights Wow. and so they have those two turbo twos and again I know them very well I shoot for them quite often actually Zahar and uh, they joined the group for a little bit and then they left because I think it was just different crowd you know they're older gentlemen and we're like younger yeah, you know, yeah. young adults you know so it's a different type of conversation you yeah. know um, so again I, I'd like to I know them and I call them up sometimes when I need them to again to pull in the big muscles if I want to do like uh, like for example once Dubai drives I had a little motor show meet yeah so they asked me to bring some nice cars from to have a little RS stand, you know, mm-hmm. so I got, uh, I got like this one Turbo 2 and a nice Clio 3 and then a nice Clio 2 I think or something like that. So a bit of a mix, you know. So that's why I'd like to connect with these guys in case like maybe Renault comes to me and says, hey, we're doing this event, we need you to supply cars for us. Yeah. I mean, as much as I'd love to give my car or whatever, you know, our, my cars are like normal cars. Yeah. You know, they're normal Clear 3s So I'd like to be able to be like, oh, I can give you a V6, or I can give you an Alpine, yeah. or I can give you a, or I can give you a Turbo 2. You know, like yeah. so. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to connect with that blue V6 guy, but I have the yeah. silver Phase One's number, so I could probably call him up at some time if I ever need him That'd to be cool. to cool. show the car. And I, I think uh, he was looking to sell it, the the silver one. If you're in the market to buy a Clio V6 Phase 1, uh, there's one for sale, this guy, um, get in touch with me, maybe he's still selling it. He offered it to had actually, um, I'm not sure how much he was asking for it, but I think... I'm
0: not sure what the international market is. Um, I, I don't think this thing, I don't think this car would follow like the, 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 the market price yeah. of it. And I think it's, it, it really has to depend on like and how much the person is willing to let it go for or how much the person yeah. is like, willing to buy it for.
2: But it's still kind of a buy to sort of an international market. This is, I think there are certain cars that once they go up for sale, I think they automatically enter the international market, you know, yeah. because they're just that kind of special car, you yeah. know. Yeah. So you would, once they go, once they get online, obviously they can be found anywhere. So yeah. there are people who will be looking for it. Elsewhere, and yeah. would find it here, and we'd be willing to buy it from here and take it there. So, okay. you, you would still have to consider the international market rates, you yeah. know, like uh, prices. Okay. Um, at least that's my view on it, you yeah. know. And again, depending on the car. And this, I think, very much applies because it's a very special car, limited run, and it's a very special car to V6s. Um, I don't remember how much he was letting it, asking for, but I don't think it was cheap.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> um, would be surprised. I don't cheap. think it would be cheap. Um,
2: so yeah, no, no V sixes in the club. Unfortunately, I love to. I'd love to have them, man, and I'd love to have also the Turbo twos. And there, there's actually like four or five Turbo twos in the UAE, but. All of them, like they would join and they would leave. They would join and they would leave. I feel like, why are you guys stay?
1: <laughs> Maybe one day Abdullah will buy one.
0: Oh, dude, every
2: I'm, every time a nice Clio V6 goes up on sale, like internationally, or someone like starts dreaming, and they would share it from the group, and everybody would be like, guys, you love a
0: group pitch. Let's all buy it and make it like a club car, you know? Like. Do the thing is, um, um, he knows that. Like, and I, I drive the. I mean, I drive his uh, uh, Mégane RS, and I, and I love it a lot. Like, I love it yeah. bit. But he knows that if I were to be a person like to buy like you know a, a Renault Sport car, it most probably would be a Clio. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Um, <God> bless you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <coughs> I'm just like i mean, <laughs> The car got you so excited. Yeah. You know, I don't like. I'm just kind of like, drowning in my own saliva. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so one second I stopped at the petrol station and I saw this uh, Kia, this guy driving Kia. It was it's one of those uh, new generation ones. Sure. Um, it wasn't even an RS. It was just a like, regular one. Okay. And, and then I was telling about it, I was like, dude, I saw this video. like Which one was it? And then he told me like, no, that is an RS. This is a regular. Yeah. I'm like, alright, oh, cool. It's so pretty. It looks yeah. so nice and everything. I'm like, yeah. And
2: so it, the new new ones, the KO four, the brand new ones.
0: It's the it's, it's one. The one. That, the, one like, I, 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 With the lights like, are like
2: that in the yeah, back. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I don't like those. <laughs> you don't like those? I, I like them. So the that's thing a, is like four-door ones. That's the four-door ones, yeah. The four-door
0: yeah. ones, yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. At that time, like, you know, I was not really sure like, if it was the RS or yeah. not. Um, I, but when I saw it, and then like later on, like I realized, I find, like, this is the number
2: yeah.
0: one. Uh, and then, but, dude. Look. I
2: think maybe the regular version looks better than the RS, honestly. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The RS, I feel like they... Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Like I feel like they just kind of killed the spirit of the Clio, you know? Wow. Like, Again, they made it like an appliance, you know. Okay. Like
0: Okay, so, so I haven't driven a, them.
2: It's just a full, I haven't driven them either. Okay. Uh, So I can't give a full judgment on them. But yeah. the way I kind of see it, it's just like a full option Clio. See, right there, why I like it. Like, uh, As opposed to the Clio, if you compare the Clio RS, the yeah. normal one and the regular one of my generation, it's two different cars. You know, yeah. like it's the Coupe, it's got the Recaro seats, Brembo brakes, etc. Blah, 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 blah. That one just feels like a full option Clio, you know. So that's, that's also one thing I don't like about the
0: Volkswagens, you know. Yeah, it's okay. just like a I see what full you mean. option goal, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, like
2: right. um, I'm just higher in trim, higher in trim, higher in trim. No,
0: no. no. What I like about it is mean, it's literally like purely just by only just by looking at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm, okay, I, so I'm right. not sure like you know what it drives like. Can there's one.
2: It? There's a white one RS from these uh, Saman brothers. A white uh, uh, Clio RS four, and it's in pretty good condition. AC garage all the time. Uh, barely drives it because he doesn't want to drive. He has okay. other cars to drive. If you're interested That's in, probably could, could be interested in um, it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a good condition. I think it's like pretty low mileage. Yeah. It's like 30 or 40,000 kilometers. Looks
0: so the, here's the thing I was selling Murad, um, I, I really like small cars. Yeah. Right. It's funny. I mean, I'm driving Mustang, this is big. Anyways, um, so I, I prefer like you know, having a small car. And um, at the same time, uh, like, I, I like you know, when it comes to car, which is a hatchback, I, I like yeah. it to be quirky. Okay. Um oh. <laughs> the the
2: this thing uh, RS is the brand for you, buddy. <laughs>
0: dude, if you think about it, like the Clio, like, you say they can find I like the way it looks. Yeah. Right? I mean, but the thing is it like, looks all subjective. Like, you might not like uh, some people. Are, uh, but the thing is, compared to all the other hashbreads out there, it looks like nothing else. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. So I mean,
0: that's the reason I'm like, hey, you know what? That's pretty cool. For example, like Alfa Romeo Mito. Not many people are a fan of it, but I like it. And like Julietta, like maybe people like like Julieta. I I'm not. It, mean, I think the Mito
2: is too small. I think Julieta is a bit better
0: proportion. It is. It is a better proportion, but it's just. Like, I It's a like really something, nice one today. It's something that looks yeah. weird for me. I, I quickly like, kind of get drawn to that. I'm like, oh, that, is, that is that is that is weird. That yeah, because cool. I think
2: everybody's kind of going to like to the. Volkswagen GTI kind of look, you know, everybody's kind of just trying to,
1: because
2: yeah. GTI just got it done they like dominated the market, you know, yeah. that's one thing I respect about that car, they did it well, they're doing it properly, and everybody's trying to copy that, you know, yeah. that's, so, you're right, once Alpha comes out with these like weird designs, and it's an Alpha, Alpha always has to look weird, you know. I yeah, yeah. um,
0: do you remember the, when they work with the... You should
2: uh, take my car for a spin someday, man, see what you think about it,
0: I, uh, I the would Clio, love to. Um, I would love to, and plus it's a manual, so that's even better. It's manual, yeah, yeah,
2: man, and it's a fun car to drive, it's really easy, very forgiving to drive, and... Um, yeah, you should someday, man, definitely, absolutely. Uh, I would love to. We'll plan it one day, we'll, we're one day when we're out from the drive, swap keys.
0: Oh, that sounds good.
2: Um, yeah. Cool. Anything else? Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's all Honestly, up. I'd love to keep talking, like, I don't mind <laughs> no, I mean, this uh, uh, podcast is <laughs> <about. laughs>
0: already ninety-eight minutes so, long, but right. a bit of edits is going to be This is going to be edits, mm-hmm. but, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, um, great thanks for having me on guys yes, yes, I think man. it was an so interesting conversation be happy to come on anytime again if you guys want to yeah, add absolutely. me on. part 2 Absolutely. Absolutely. talk about, like, absolutely. Maybe, maybe by then I would have like bought another car and started another club yeah. or something
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny but I think I'm like sure, trying to not. find clubs that don't yeah. exist and <laughs> just like oh okay, I can't find that one and create a club <laughs> but like, hey guys so this is Sammy he's the founder of a so so club <laughs> like, what wasn't it? yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I, there was actually a running joke about like how I'd end up in Canada and start an RS club in Canada you know, be like, hmm, actually, I doubt there's an RS club in Canada because they never brought those cars over there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I gotta have to wait like some time to I, I think to those
0: guys would car. be like very nice about it. If something breaks, they're like, oh, it's fine. I'm sorry. So. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, man. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for, coming. Um, Seriously, thank it you a for a, coming. It was a great pleasure. It was good fun. All right. Anyways, uh, this is it for this week, and uh, next week we're gonna have a new uh, topic. And uh, as as always, guys, if you have any questions, so like, can uh, drop us a DM at uh, the Drive Therapy, and um, your Instagram handle is uh, Sami. Uh, my Instagram handle is Sami Sasso Photo. Cool. Um, we will be basically yeah. posting a link uh, to his um, Instagram profile.
1: Yeah, and if you guys want to have some cool car photo shoot, this is the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the guy Absolutely. you guys need to contact.
0: I'm always
2: up for shooting cars. I'm always up for anything involving cars. I think uh, it's super
0: fun to do, so let's do it, man. Yeah, me know. Perfect. Sounds great. Anyways, um, stay safe, guys, and drive safe. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. I mean, it's a weekend, but then we're going to be posting this on a Monday, so it's probably going to be... Yeah, have a, have a horrible weekend. I'm kidding. Have a, have a great week, guys, and uh, yeah, see you for the next one. Bye.